Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we have another episode of the Unprofessional Hour set up for you guys today. Hey everyone, it's Amanda. And yeah, I have no idea where we are, but Mark says it doesn't matter. We are recording an unprofessional hour and we've got a guest sitting on our couch and I'm just going to get a thumbs up or thumbs down. Are we going to use your name, sir? Yes, we are going to use yes, my name. Yes, so Vinny oh, is here. Vincent, Vinny? How are we going to call prefer, I prefer either because like, you know, people are comfortable with me, but my name is uh, yeah, Vincent, Vinny, Vincenzo, they, they all go around. So. <laughs> What's your actual name? Is it Vincenzo? Just, just Vincent. Vincent. Vincent, okay. <laughs> all right. Vincent's here. Here and Jim Tan Laundry over here. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Vinny? Oh, God. I used to watch Jersey Shore. What? I got a funny story about that. I'll it's still going later. on, actually. Is it really? Yeah, this, they got to get back together. And oh, stuff. stop it. I'm serious. Oh, wow, you guys been missing out. Yeah, yeah we have kids. We know out. nothing honestly. about current <laughs> pop culture. I don't, I don't watch it either. I just watch like from Instagram, like whatever. I don't know, man. I think you might be a fan. Don't yeah. lie. <laughs> so, Vinny is here to share some stories with us about all the shit that he deals with being a yeah. therapist. And uh, again, I love having a male perspective on this because mm-hmm. it's we hear from a lot of women, but it'll be interesting to hear another man's perspective. Yeah. So thanks for coming in. No problem. On a Wednesday morning. <laughs> Honestly, I had my day off, so good thing we had this planned. All um, right. Before we start, Vinny, why don't you tell everybody, uh, well, introduce yourself, like how long you've been a therapist, what type of practice you have? Well, um, first of all, when it comes to like the healthcare practitioner uh, like field, like I'm like a baby, you know, I got I told Mark before when I took his cupping course two months ago, like I literally got my registration back in January and I'm just, ah. I'm just so new. And I'm like, so when I'm listening to all your stories about on, on the other professional hour, it's just like, it amazes me. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm actually experiencing all these things that you guys are talking about. Have you experienced the naked man? Like, oh, <laughs> I got a story for you already. Like it happened a few days ago. Okay. okay well, we, can, we can just jump right in. Well, well, no, 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 I'll introduce myself. Okay. So yeah. Um, hi everyone. My name is Vincent. Uh, I'm a registered massage therapist. Again, I, I recently just got my registration and I'm practicing at two uh, places right now. I work at a spa a couple of days a week and I recently just quit my good life because uh, I wanted to work in an area where it's like multidisciplinary and, you know, we can treat more injuries and conditions and which is what I really want. Going back to mentioning of how, uh, you know, you're like, <laughs> Amanda's like hippie and like you're talking to other RMTs that were like very research-based. Um, I'm kind of in both areas. You know, I'm on I'm on the fence. Oh, I'm on both sides. Cause, like, oh, so I like, am I. I'm, I'm a scientific hippie. Yeah. It's okay, fine. then. Uh, yeah, I like that too. Scientific. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, I like that because like, you're incorporating both sides. Like there are times when people like love, like, you know, they just want to relax and stuff and they actually come to massage for that passive you know, therapy kind of stuff. And there are people who like want like to get, you know, physiotherapy or uh, more assessment done. That's why I wanted to work in a multidisciplinary clinic kind of a mm-hmm. area, you know? But uh, so, anyways, going back to crazy uh, stories. Um, gosh, I don't know where to begin. Like before, Aww. before you get into sure, any sure. stories, what prepared you better for the weird shit? <laughs> School or oh, two no. massage therapists and a microphone? I say both. Honestly, I swear to God, I say both. Okay, so I went to Humber College. Okay, so um, it's a three-year program, but I took five years because I fucking hate my one of my teachers. Oh God! So <laughs> it's just, okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> sorry. I just oh man. oh man, I just hated this one specific teacher because like okay, so we have off-campus uh, internships so where we like they basically make us massage at different you know areas. They want us to expose us to different types of um, uh, patients. So I've I've treated at uh, communities with uh, you know where there's patients with uh, diabetes or. There's 
HIV positive or yeah. I've massaged babies and mothers and uh, you know athletes at York University. They just a whole different area, okay? And this teacher, oh gosh, we had this project. I had to redo this course two times because uh, I didn't get enough. Um, I didn't like it. wasn't like a bad grade. It's just like, like a minimum to pass. Okay, yeah. so the minimum is always like seventy five percent. Okay, so what you have to do is like a couple assignments, and you had like a an online checklist. I don't know if you guys do you know what comp tracker is. No, I don't. No, use that's that. okay. Well, no. it's like a basically a checklist. So you you know you gotta like, make sure you do this. Make sure you do this. Okay, so if you get seventy five percent, you pass. Okay, and if not, then you you gotta, you gotta the, course. the course. Yeah. Yes, okay, so I'm doing this fucking course, and like this is a stupid like project that I had to do twice. Like it was the same exact assignment when I did it like the the, the third. Oh, sorry, the second time, uh, I almost failed that again. I would I would I would not have passed because like this project, this assignment, uh, it was the exact same one from the last year, and I got uh, in trouble because I plagiarized my own work. What do you guys think of that? That makes no sense. It's your work. It's my own work. Am I, and it's the exact same project, the exact same article that they wanted to do research on. And I'm like... Why did they give you the same project two oh my gosh, years in a row same anyway? Same reason. Like, yeah, I, I ask myself that every time. I'm like, why am I getting in trouble for it? Like, there's only so much I can say about the same project, the same article. Like, I'm just like talking about the same thing. And I'm like... I. What else do you want me to do? Like, what else? How do you want me to? Yeah, it's this? not like your 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 thoughts are going to change so drastically that you're not going to use the mm-hmm. same material that you had before. It does make I w- sense. I That's would think as a teacher, I'd be looking for consistency. If this is the oh answers you gave a year ago, <laughs> why do you not still mm. feel the same way the next year if it's, you if you did well the first time? It's oh, that was that annoying. I. I was just so disappointed, so annoyed. I'm like, oh my god, can I just be registered, please? Like, so you actually like like got in trouble. I got in trouble for plagiarism. Yeah, they, they, but how can how can it be plagiarism when it's your own? I'm that's I'm how they so do, lost. It, it, no, no, no. That's like that's exactly. They're they're so technical about it. But that doesn't oh. even make sense. That that you see? that that is see? okay. So it's not is, just me then, right? I'm no. like, am I going crazy or like what's going on? Well, you might be crazy, but that, <laughs> that, that, that I might be too. Yeah, that, that could happen sense. too. <laughs> I I would have petitioned the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. I would have caused a, a shitstorm. Oh man, this teacher just fucking. And she's the shit, and she was like, um, one of those like, yeah, those uh, research based kind of like you know like old like just hard in the books and stuff. And then at one point to like one point uh, during uh, treatment, like uh, she she forgot one of the, where the attachment for one of the muscles were. So I'm like, I don't know, it just it just bothered me. I'm like, you're being so professional and stuff, and so you're yeah, you buy the books, but like you couldn't remember where the lats like in, er, originate. And I'm like, are you serious? And like, why are you asking me? She, she literally Googled it. Like I'm like oh. horrible. I was just. Again, again, you know, anatomy is a, there's a lot, but it's just like if you're gonna drill us hard on all these little things, what you can't even like back yourself up. Like, come on, like it just bothers the shit out of me. Fuck that. Oh. So it took you two extra years. So it took, took, took me two extra years, but like I got it down, and like honestly, to, it's even so. Like when I took the registration exams, you know, we got the OSCEs where you know got those seven stations and stuff, and then you did the MCQs. First of all, like that was fucking nerve-wracking oh my gosh mm-hmm. and like i passed it in first was, your, was your ass sweating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was just like so nervous that i had to laugh to like make myself not nervous it was that bad when but, like, i came home from my oski i cried oh my gosh really? I, Why? Cr- I cried what did you Be- well i mean i'm very hard on myself i'm very mm. much a perfectionist i've yeah. always done really really well in school yeah like you know how you said there's a minimum of 75 percent to yeah. pass i am one of those people that would beat myself up about getting a 75 like i'm i was very yeah i did well in school so when i went to the oski uh there was one particular station it was the assessments the second assessments two 
the one where you actually just have the stem and you have to run through like yeah, the full assessment entirely? protocol. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So I went in, I read the stem. I was so fucking confident. Oh, like yeah. I was like, yes, I know what's going on here. And I started my assessment and I felt so good about myself and I was going through it yeah. and I ran out of time. That's what? okay. I feel like running out of time at a station if you're doing everything right is okay. Right. But at like the time sh- I had no idea. I just walked out of there and I was like, are you fucking like I knew this shit so yeah. well. I was so mad at myself. I came home. And I just cried. Fuck. And I was like, I failed. I that failed. That translates to oh. me as someone who used to work at a college and uh, marking oral practical exams. Yeah. If yeah. you're doing everything absolutely perfect, but you run out of time, to me, that says you have a time management problem. Yeah. You, don't have, mm-hmm. you don't have a skill problem. You don't yeah. have a knowledge issue. You have right. a time management problem. Yeah. I was trying to be so thorough that I ran it. Like, yeah. So for example, I did two tests to rule stuff out that were probably unnecessary, yeah. but it was like, let me show you that I know you this know so well. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I actually, I mean, I got through majority of the assessment, but I never actually gave a clinical impression. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. that was, yeah, that was the problem. Oh. And so I came home and I cried because I felt like, oh, and actually my treatments and technique station, um, there was a specific trigger point and I literally blanked on oh. even where this muscle is, like just went blank. Oh, I man. did every, my, the rest of my treatment protocol yeah. was probably perfect. It was really good. That's good. But I forgot where this muscle was oh. and I came. Was it lots? If it was, don't ask his teacher because his teacher won't fucking know his either. Teacher, oh. I blank and I came home and cried and oh. looked in my anatomy book and I, I just wanted to yeah, throw it out the window. Just, I was so it, like, mad. I was that's so, so bad. Mad. You're just going to beat yourself up with that. Anywho, so the point is I passed. So I understand Oskis are definitely nerve wracking. Oh. And even though I was so prepared, I wasn't even nervous going in that morning. Like I was really? like, I fucking know this. I'm good. And it was just those two stations threw me so off. I came home. I cried. So getting that email saying congratulations. I I, I, I have a, I had a student, a former student. I understand nerve wracking, but imagine this scenario. She goes to do her OSCE. She's not wearing what they want her to wear. She's not in a collared shirt shirt and they say, you can't come in. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? She goes outside. She finds a dude with a, with a, with a polo (laughs) shirt. And she's like, um, I have an exam to do. I need that shirt. Can I have your shirt? What? They gave it to her. They gave her the shirt. Amazing. Amazing. She comes back in like two seconds. I'm like, yep. Got a shirt. I'm ready to there go. Are, no way. There are good At least they give her fucking a people in the wow. world, man. There are they're good so people. They're so strict. At Humber College, like, they're, they're like, they're drilling us with like rules and stuff and like, make sure you get this, make sure you wear this, make sure you do this. I'm like, so I was like, I was pretty like ready, but it's just like, oh my God, it was so nervous. Like, I think uh, the first station, I think it was the um, interview station, okay? Do you, remember, do you guys remember like how they how they're always like fuck you guys up with like, with one random question at the end? Yeah, there's always, guys, there's always a question. question or, no, I don't remember. You know, but we won't talk about the specific question because you're not supposed to speak yeah, about what yeah. well, I, oh, I, well, I saved is, I saved you see you used well, your name now Hold I have on. to save you they're fucked up I mean like for example I know someone else who couldn't do it when she got there because her name was slightly different than uh, what she had what the CMTO had right oh, but it was clearly story. it was clearly her it was her it, you know like it, it was the case of like there was a middle name on one ID and not on another something along like some those precaution. lines oh, yeah. so she couldn't do it it was like one of those they're oh, like my. sorry you can't do it are you serious yeah no, they're, 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 they're that's 
trick. Like they went, they went to us, they got us ID, looked at us, and then like just checked every name. Like they, yeah, yeah. So I can tell they. I just it. find that really funny that they are that strict about a name <laughs> when like banks are not even. So for example, mm-hmm. my yeah. legal name and yeah. my name on like our mortgage papers don't match. Really? Oh my gosh! <laughs> no way. When when I bought my place, I I hadn't uh, changed my name. Oh. So my all of my IDs, my SIN number, everything has one name. But then this document from the bank, which I assume is a legal document, yeah, has a different uh, you can name. Assume that, yeah. And they're and they're totally they're totally oh, cool with that. <laughs> that's so weird. So did you find the Oscars difficult for you then? Um, like okay, well this one of them made me really confident. Like uh, they, again, see the assessment too. Like uh, when you gotta like assess the do the entire assessment, and sh- uh, that one got, made me confident because yeah, like I finished on time, and like I think I found like uh, what it was the the, the clinical impression. But like uh, for me, like I don't test well. Like I don't like handling pressure. I don't like it. Like, I hated reading uh, back in school and when I had to, like, study and shit. But, like, now, when I'm more free, like, I like reading because, like, I'm, like, I'm like reading the PowerPoints. I'm reading, like, notes and stuff. This um, means reading, by the way? <laughs> Sorry, this is laptop. I'm reading all the PowerPoints. I'm gotcha, just moving gotcha. my fingers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I, I would, like, it's just more, when the pressure's off, you know, when I don't have any, like, quotas or anything like that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so much more free than, like, I actually enjoy it. So, reading. for you, it's it's a stress thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you, when you feel under pressure, you don't oh, perform as well. Ever since I was a kid, I'm, like my parents just you know that's a that's a confidence thing right yeah, oh, oh yeah for sure because psychologically there's um, something called like the dominant response if you really? feel very confident in something you're doing when people are watching when you're being evaluated you're gonna do better because you feel like you feel yeah confident. I know yeah. what I'm doing mm-hmm. if you're already nervous and you already are lacking some sort of like um, some sort of uh, confidence in that area and then you go to do a test because you've already decided in your head like I'm not so good at this you'll perform worse so it's it's a confidence thing like you will your body your brain will allow you to to do what you already think yeah. you can do. No, I agree with you because like when I, okay, there, there are times when like I experience like, like I know what I'm doing. I know where the muscle is and I'm, I'm, I'm treating and stuff and I feel mm-hmm. confident. And then people like, they they value that information so much and like it surprises me because like, as, as you know, as like healthcare practitioners, like, we understand, we know it, we studied it, and like it's almost come like a second knowledge or like basic knowledge that we know it, you know? Mm-hmm. But these, like people, average, your average Joe, like they just like, oh my gosh, like wow, they thank you. Like, you know, like they, they appreciate the little information because they're being taken care of. And we, the fact that we're like taking an extra step to like help them out or mm-hmm. tell them valuable information that's so crucial to their health and like, they, they love it, you know? Don't you love having, like, a super green therapist in here? Like, do you remember that feeling when you first started of, like, telling someone something and they're like, wow, like, you're yeah. so smart. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't remember now. that. You don't? I don't. Because do I, I didn't have that after massage school because oh. I was already doing all of this kind of therapy you stuff. Were. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had, like, a huge background. Right yeah, there, like, like, so you know? this was just kind of an addition to Mark's to been doing therapy doing. probably longer than Vincent's been alive, so. Yeah, honestly. Like, <laughs> what? I'm still, like. What did you say? I said you've been doing therapy probably longer probably than he's been alive life. like I'm, I'm turning 26 next month and yeah I, I got shoes older than you <laughs> what yeah. no you don't yeah. are you, you serious you probably, probably, we- probably wearing them that's right crazy now. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> whatever um yeah I, I, I honestly agree with you in terms of like the confidence thing because like like i i passed my exams uh you know my both of my exams one try you know what i mean but uh come uh when i'm actually treating i'm like shit yo i'm just like am i am i just talking on my ass or like am i just like you know am I actually, do i know my shit like i i passed my exams but i'm still like nervous or i'm still like shaky because that's okay and i think it, it, the confidence builds the more you practice the yeah. more patients oh, yeah, you work sure. with the more bodies you see but also it's it's a really freeing feeling when you get to that point in your practice where you're yeah. okay to tell somebody, I don't fucking know. 
Like yeah, I will figure I like it out that. for you, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I like that a lot because like, you know, oh my God, again, when it comes to school, oh man, my, my instructors, we wouldn't be able to treat until we did like these little things. Like, did you assess this? Did you rule out this? Did you do your manual muscle test? Did you do all these special rotations? I'm like, so when, I remember when you guys talked about in your previous um, uh, shows, I was thinking about like, man, like, am I like just like a, a dumbass of a, of a therapist? Or am I, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, fuck, we're not doing anything. But like, I like that uh, when you guys were talking about like that negative uh, aspect of like, what was that negative space for, that uh, Hado was uh, speaking about? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, it's not about like your clinical impression. It's about like uh, what your patients can do. And I like that, you know, like what you can you do to help them out day by day. And if this is working, good. If it's not, like, you try a different approach. Exactly. Well, and there's sometimes where you have somebody and you can do all of the I orthopedic that, yeah. tests you have ever learned. Yeah. And the results are not showing you what the patient is telling yeah. you, you know, and so that's at the point where critical thinking is really important, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you have to figure out what can I do to improve yeah. this. Pro- so if the problem is range of motion, even if you're not really sure why there's this decrease yeah. in range of motion, your treatment can still be effective. Still, yeah, 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 and I agree. It's so like, it's totally okay to be like, you know what, I don't fucking know. Like it's partly subjective, partly objective, and it's just like. Uh, as a whole together and you can't just depend on one thing honestly next time you think you feel like a dumbass think about think about medical doctors okay and if you have something going on with you you can probably go to three different medical doctors and You're maybe right. get three different diagnoses right. or they will tell you I think it's stress yeah because it's always stress yeah people just feel stressed your doctor sucks <laughs> Man, it's I'm, always stress. It's always stress. Oh. I take my I take my five year old in because she has a rash. Mm-hmm. Stress. I'm like, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's always stress, right? But like, what kind of stress? But that's a know. perfect example. Our daughter had something going on. Yeah. We went to one doctor. They're like, we think she has this, and then we went to another doctor, and they're like, we think she has this, and they're like, they're they're oh. similar, but they're not the same. Yeah, but yeah. they're not the same. Think about that every time. That you helps feel. me so much. Like listening to your podcast, guys. Like it just it made me feel so confident. As a it made me more build more confidence for anything because like it's okay to make mistakes or. It's okay to at least like learn and like. Oh, I didn't say that. What what do you mean? (laughs) Don't shake my confidence, please. I owe it to you guys. Oh, please. I'm actually a little bit starstruck right now, guys. Please don't owe anything to us. No, I'm serious because like I'm like. Uh, when I listen to you guys talk about this stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, so I'm not alone in these experiences. Or it's just like crazy that I'm actually experiencing this at all. Like, I've been a, like an RMT officially, you know, what I mean? um, for like just two months. You've been an RMT for 10 minutes. So <laughs> let's hear in those 10 minutes what you have experienced. Okay. okay. So, what made you want to become an RMT? Oh, okay. So, um, okay, back in uh, like in high school, like I had like different dreams of what I want to do and stuff, but I knew I wanted to be in like a little bit of healthcare because like it interests me, okay? And I was always like, you know, I was always, what? What's so funny? What? I had different dreams. Oh man, <laughs> I feel like a little loser. Oh. Different dreams. Okay, whatever, whatever. You know? That's, okay, different. Um, no, no, dreams are good. Dreams focuses, are good. whatever. <laughs> dreams are good. So, dreams are good. Um, I wanted to be like I was like a, like a chubby kid, so like I wanted to definitely uh, be more a little healthier and stuff. And um, I wanted to be in the healthcare a little bit, but like I didn't want to be a doctor because that's just too fucking much. And like I wanted to live a little bit, and like so like that's just too much studying and too much schooling. I'm like that's just too much. But I didn't want to do something like too easy you know what I mean so like so I kind of thought about massage therapy I'm like oh and, and, and I applied for it but then like I don't know about you guys but like as an Asian culture <laughs> your your parents yeah, she knows about the yeah Asian you know culture. about it right okay so like yo I'm like I'm drilled hard about I'm talking about like uh, we had to go to university you know what I mean like in college nah that's not an option we gotta go to university yep, yep. so like I'm you know that's uh, we I got a lot of stress a lot of pressure yeah so by boy. the way as the white girl sitting in the room with the two Asian guys I can tell you I got that pressure too it's really? not just 
just no, no, okay, no, no, no. okay. So well, it's, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little what different. Are you, what are you talking about? My parents didn't give me an option. It, it was university or get out of our house. Or get like, out of it was university. Like, add that. Add like some beatings into that. Exactly. Yeah, it's not university. Get out of the house. It's just university. There is no other or option. Yeah, it's just anything other than that. What is that? Like, I'm gonna. Oh man, I got the I got the bads because like I took an extra semester after high school, so I guess. Grade 13? Is that, is, that, is that even, like, real? Oh, you little baby. Yeah, we right? both had grade 13 you guys had for real. Oh, for, for real, though. <laughs> so, like, whatever. I experienced half of that. So, just a semester. Just to upgrade my You didn't even have grade 13. No, you it was probably OAC. had OAC. Yes. What's that? Ontario and, Academic and, Credit, which is the equivalent to the grade 13. But when I went to school, it was, it was probably called grade oh. 13. When I went to school, it was OAC. And, fun fact, I was the last year to get OAC. It was cut out oh. after my year. Oh. So, I'm I'm borderline young. You need <laughs> OAC. You need grade 13. Yes. You do. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. You need it because need that it. way you're of age when you go to university, you can fucking drink legally. I like that. Well, I was, that's I was why going you need a different it. direction with that. That's why you need cheers, it. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Yeah, right? cheers. Imagine <laughs> being, uh, you know, how they are now. You're you're 18 years old in university and you can't fucking buy beer. Well, it's exactly how it was when I went to school because, like I said, I was the last year to get it. So I started university in this double cohort year where oh. my uh, people born in my year. Okay. We're um, 19 when yeah. we started, mm-hmm. but then we had a whole bunch of 18-year-olds that started with us. So my first year friends that I met, half of them were of age, and we could all go out to the bars every night, and half of them were 18, and they had to stay home. So, oh, yeah, shitty for them. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I totally cut you off on that, though. You were saying Asian parents. Right. Going back to that, so, like, um, I would have to upgrade my marks, okay, so just so I can get, like, I, I got accepted to all my uh, colleges uh, one of that I applied for, even, like, uh, at Humber, uh, but I didn't go, so, because, like, you know, my mom wanted me to go to university, and I would like fucking argue with my parents to a point where like I'm a, I'm a kid okay I'm still what like is, what does that argument sound like to a point where it's just like what the fuck like let me like into let me do what I want it's what I want to do and like my mom would like literally get my uncles and aunts on this and try to like convince me to go to university like and like I did I went to York for one year and I wanted to go into kinesiology but like I went to a fucking wrong program it's called like health and society like I, mm. I don't even know it was good you know we, I got some anatomy out of that you know we dissected cats but like it was just <laughs> <laughs> you know the all important stuff yeah, I don't know we got you know some lamb brains yeah. Shit. yeah. <laughs> but okay, anyway, so like I was I, I didn't realize I was in the wrong program and then when I realized like it would take so much time and money just to go uh, switch programs. And I'm like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to do more schooling than I have to. So, and that's when uh, the arguments happen. I'm like, let me, like, mom, like, let me do my own shit. And like, I'm I'm one of three uh, siblings. Did okay? you say it like that? Mom, let me do my own shit? I was, well, basically, I was gonna I didn't, like, ask, not in like, do you, do you, like, will you be mouthy with your parents? Like, I still, to this day, as I am a mother myself, yeah. I will not swear at oh, my no. mother in front of my mother. Like, no, 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 nope, no. not going to happen. Definitely a respect thing. I, I would never, like, re- uh, unless, no, 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 not even unless, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no like I would like obviously I would I would be just genuine and, and say my point and like say like, why I would, would want to do what I want eventually like she could let me have my own wage you know her pride her ego was like hurt a little bit because like, what is she going to tell her friends <laughs> yeah honestly and then but like you know my brother went to university my sister went to university and like, the you failure know, of the, the middle family. child syndrome you know what I mean like I got that like, the heart did your brother and sister look at you like fucking do you know how many times I got that so back when I was like, 13 <laughs> I was just like yo when are you going to graduate I'm like yo fuck you guys or whatever and then like here, here my brother and my sister like, yo when are you going to graduate or oh, yo, yo, yo you're in school or oh, yo they would like talk shit and just whatever they're my siblings I get it but like I'm literally the only one in the healthcare uh, like, field, what They're do all... your siblings do? Okay, my sister, I don't know, she's some kind of insurance shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> 
some kind of computer <laughs> stuff. Like I, I really don't know. My brother is like, you know, he he. Okay, first of all, this guy went to like um, he went to UTM, but like he, this guy, like, he like he went to he switched programs. You know, he, I think he was like in biomeds, I'm like biochem, sorry. Yeah. And then he went switch, switched it up to like anthropology or something. And then he switched it up to just business. And now he's like a, at um he's like a I don't know he's like some kind of data analysis at Food Basics or Sobeys. I don't know one of those, <laughs> like one of those. And it's just like oh. oh. Yeah, one of those things. And here I am, you know, like, I'm in some still in school. And then finally I graduate. Now they're like, oh, finally, right? So I just, like, I can never get a break with them. But whatever. I did my thing. I graduated. I, I made my, my, my family proud. Letting get them off my back. And then finally I'm here. So, like, yeah. So they are they are happy with... They are. They are finally. Yeah, happy and stuff. And I'm like... Or do they just give up? They're like, fuck. <laughs> I, I, would talk, I would talk to them a little bit back. And I'd be like, oh, like, yo, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm done school. What now? You know, like or, like, I would tell them, like... Not, I would brag how much I make, and ter- but I would brag in terms of like, just like I went to this, I'm doing this, I'm working less, but I'm making more in terms mm. of like minimum wage. I'm just comparing, and then uh, <laughs> and then he would, you know, what he was saying, oh, it's not about comparing. I'm like, are you serious? Like, what? Oh, he would just shit on me all the time, and then now it's just now he's backing off. And oh, so you would, have some serious middle oh, child issues. It was <laughs> it was just the worst. There are times when I I would like my, my like my siblings are fighting with my mom. I'm like, and I'm defending my mom, supporting her and shit. I'm like, like yelling at my siblings back. I'm like, guys, don't argue with my like with mom and shit. And then my mom would yell back at me, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's just like, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. My sister could relate to you, man. My oh, sister's the middle child. The middle child and uh, I think she spent majority of her life being compared to myself and my brother, and mm. she uh, she still holds on to that. Yep. I hear it sometimes. It's a little bit, yeah, yeah. It stings a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's going back to, uh, what were we talking about? Goodness, sorry. I, just... I got lost to myself. <laughs> well, we were talking about school. Okay, so yes, you, fi- school. you finally graduated yeah. after five years. You passed your OSCE, which was super nerve-wracking. Yeah, that was so nice. And then you started practicing. So, I mean, in in the first place you worked, did you have expectations going in? And did it, like, live up to your expectations? Like, was was the job everything you thought it was going to be? As cheesy as that sounds. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> um, yes and no. Honestly, like, okay. So, when I came into the job, like, um, I kind of expected how it is because it's a spa. Okay, so, like, people are expecting, like, wellness massage. So I'm like, I get it, you know? And, like, but, like, I feel like a um, big fish in a small pond. Because, like, I'm, like, I have all this knowledge. And I'm, like, all right, I want to do this. What's up? I want to do all these assessments. I want to give you all these exercises. I want to do, like, everything, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, people are like, nah, I just want a massage. Or, oh, and it's just some tension. I'm, like... That's it. I'm like, sure. Like, you want me to do anything else? Like, I can, I can literally do, you know, I can take a look at this. Is there anything else hurting you? It's like, no, no, no. It was just so it's, simple. Yeah, it's interesting because we've had a lot of therapists on here who talk about the differences between mm. working in a clinic and working in a spa. Yeah. And there are some people who the spa environment is perfect for them. It's what, you know, they enjoy just, um, like, not just, sorry, that sounds mm. but They enjoy doing, like, relaxation treatments yeah. back to back to back to back all day. And I can see how that would be, that would be a good job. Yeah. I mean, I can see that because... Because you're making people feel good. People mm. are happy. It's very stress-free for you. Yeah. It's not a lot of... Um it's, it's not that it's not a lot of effort, but it's mindless. It's it, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like it's mindless work, which is and nothing's I, wrong with exactly. That. Yeah, and I that's why I, I sometimes don't like it when there's therapists in here who are like, oh, I you know I hate doing relaxation and whatever. yeah, that's okay for you if you if you dislike it. But I never like discredit the people who like doing that because yeah. I'm like there is a really big need for that. Yeah, it wasn't me though. I am the same as you when I for, when I was a very green therapist. I <laughs> got a job. Um, I had a job at a multidisciplinary clinic, but mm-hmm. to supplement in. Come. I got a job at a spa, which was walking distance from where I nice. lived at the time. Yeah. And I worked there for six months. It was a really nice place. I enjoyed the staff. Like there was, I didn't have any, I have nothing negative to say about it, yeah. but it really wasn't for me because mm-hmm. like you, when a person came in and I would see something like maybe how they were holding 
their arm or how they were walking. Like yeah. my instinct was, I want to help you to correct these problems. Yeah. And they were like, uh, I'm just here to relax. Yeah. And so I'm like, cool, but I don't, I don't think this is for me because mm-hmm. I'm not enjoying just doing the relaxation treatment when I want to do more therapy. Majority of the people I saw at the spa though were pretty open when I was yeah. like, you know, I'm finding something here. Is it okay if we work? Like most, yeah. most people were pretty open, but I can see how like if you're somebody that wants to assess and treat and do remedial mm-hmm. exercise, probably better to work in a clinic setting. Yeah, because the atmosphere is different. And like, yeah, when someone, and when I'm in, like, I'm at um, my spa when I, where I practice, like people like they expect like just like, oh yeah, regular massage and stuff. It's just a different aspect because like it's just like expectation what they expect so when you come into a spa obviously you're coming to expect to relax and stuff because we have like different services there there's like hair there's nails there's facial right. all that right so they expect when it comes to massage like it's just relaxation but they don't understand it's, it's RMT like I'm not just like like we're, we're too smart to be, be just like regular you know I know we hate this word the masseuse right we're, we're RMTs we're registered we're qualified we're competent like we, we're knowledgeable I think that when we had Andrew on from the RMTAO yeah. he said it best even if you are a relaxation therapist as long as you are still um, speaking and conducting yourself as a clinical RMT. So yes, yeah. you're a relaxation therapist, but you're still going to make sure that you do the health history, that you find out about any concerns. Yeah. And again, you can always suggest to the person, like I like I did when I was in the spa, you yeah. can suggest to them, this is what I'm finding, this is what I think. And if they still say, you know what, I just want to chill, don't even worry about it, fine. You can still treat. Yeah. Like even when you're just doing relaxation, you can still treat because you're still essentially manipulating the soft tissue and yeah. you're still you're still doing a treatment. For sure. So I don't even think that I 100% agree with like we're too smart for that. It mm. depends if you as the therapist decide to still incorporate your knowledge mm-hmm. or if you decide to make it mindless. You guys sure. just you guys just made me realize what? I always thought I didn't like doing relaxation stuff and in this conversation hearing you guys talk I just changed my mind. It's not <laughs> that it's not that I don't like doing relaxation stuff. I don't like the atmosphere that yeah. relaxation stuff yeah, comes you in. Don't like if that, I yeah. if I was doing relaxation stuff in a place like how I have now where I'm in control mm-hmm. I play the music that I like yeah. oh I, my gosh yeah. I wear what I want to yeah. wear I look the way I want to yeah. because in a spa environment you got to look a certain way oh you gosh, have to have listen, sure. you have to have a certain type of ambiance in the air mm-hmm. all the rest of it yeah. and just hearing you guys talk make me realize it's not the relaxation the massage atmosphere. that no, I don't no. like yeah. I actually don't mind doing that mindless motherfucking work at <laughs> all because if I can get lost in my music and mm-hmm. my work or I can be comfortable where yeah. my fucking Doc Martin boots yeah, and, 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 and not ninja slippers or whatever they fucking make you wear at the spa. Ninja slippers. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like they make it's you wear ninja so, no, slippers. I completely agree. I mean, like, it's just like how it is. What they, it's just expectations. So going back to expectations, like I'm, I don't know. Um, do you ever guys, do you guys ever get tips like, like from your clients or uh, it's, or? it's not typical that I get it's tips. It's not typical, right? I have a couple of clients who, because they're, they're used to the spa environment. That's usually where they get treatment and, uh, They've sort of like recently become my clients from being spa people. They always want to leave a tip. And I continuously Mm. tell them like, you don't have to. You know, I don't want it. Um, Especially because, for example, I I offer direct billing. So I'm like, I'm just going to bill your insurance. Like you just walk out the door, you know, like see ya. Simple. See you next time. Go That's away. It. Exactly. But I have a couple of people who will, like I have one girl, she knows that I don't want the tip and I constantly tell her, please don't leave me a tip. She leaves cash on the table. Oh, that's weird. I'm like, can you, can but you like... stop? <laughs> and one day I'm going to forget that you do that and roll it up in the sheets. So. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, like, what? 
What's with the look? What? You know, like when I strip the table and I sometimes just grab the whole thing of sheets, yeah. one day I'm going to forget that this girl will always leave like a 20 on the what table. What are you talking about? A 20, what you should be doing, you should be searching the sheets. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> leave me a 20 in the laundry. <laughs> I am, I am, for sure. At least, at least the currency now won't fucking get screwed up in the wash. Yeah, that's mean? true. Oh, what do you mean? Are you that young? You don't remember when like money was actually fucking oh, paper? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I was like, what do you mean? Like, was, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of like the, uh, the material, of what the money's made out of. Them, I Are you it. that young? You don't remember paper <laughs> money. Oh, I am. Well, as, as an RMT baby, like, oh gosh, like our Canadian so monopoly money. Yeah, all of our listeners from the states. So <laughs> oh my god! Just fucking. It's what? What? I don't even know what it's made, made out of now. It's like plastic. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. You but can't rip it. You, as easily you, it'll it'll float and you can wash yeah, it. Yeah, honestly. Well, that's good because when the <laughs> client leaves a twenty on my table, at some point, I'm certain I'm gonna wash it. It's twenty. You got to have 20? That's a lot. I'm good at what I do. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm really fucking good I, now. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, I'm good. That's, but no, like, so yeah, going back, it's like, I, I don't expect tip. And then when I get it, like when I get tips after, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, thank you. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't expect this. Like, you don't need to at all. But it's just like, it's so nice. Like, you know. In a spa though, I think that there is an expectation of the yeah. clients oh, yeah. um, and probably the therapist because, again, I guess it depends on the spa, mm-hmm. but the spa therapists I know typically get paid lower than some of the people oh, really? working by the way, as they should get paid lower. Well, because the spa's doing so much. Like, exactly. They don't have to do their own You marketing. as a spa therapist, yeah. you really don't have to do anything other than provide the like massage. Kind of like, you don't yeah. have to do yeah. nothing. Yeah. That's what they expect. Like, yeah, well, and that's what I mean. So because spa therapists um, often get paid lower than yeah. some other RMTs, that's why like tipping is sort of customary in yeah. spas, right? Yeah. And that's that's just normal. But when I'm working in a clinic, it makes me feel awkward because I'm like, would you tip your dentist? Like this is yeah, weird I to me. The same this is thing. weird like, to me. You don't you don't expect tips like at uh, a multidisciplinary clinic versus like a spa. Right? Well, and exactly, like, because, okay, so you working at the multidisciplinary yeah. clinic, does anybody tip the physio mm, or chiro? I don't think so, no. Right, I don't it's, so, but no. they think that the RMT needs to be tipped, and I think that probably needs to go away if RMTs are really gung-ho about being viewed as healthcare and not, mm-hmm. you know, this luxurious yeah. service. But then there's so there's so much that goes into it, and it's, and it's about language and changing language. Then you want to use language that's empowering, like yeah. client versus patient. Yeah. But then when you also use language like client versus patient it changes that dynamic oh, yeah. as a patient I won't tip as a client mm, mm-hmm. whole other Definitely, story yeah, yeah. truth right? because so, I mean as a client I tip my hairstylist I yeah. tip my oh. esthetician I tip like I tip all of the service providers that I exactly. go to but when I go to the clinic down the street to get a massage I don't, don't tip. I don't so tip them. make up your minds then <laughs> right are they patients or are they clients? Do you want tips? Do you not well, want tips? Are you service or are you not service? Like this yeah, this is just a big yeah, it's true. a big clusterfuck and and no one knows what to do with it. And by the way, tips, T I P S to ensure prompt service. To ensure prompt service. Does that change your mind on getting tips now or what? Kind of. No. Because <laughs> this is this is when I tip when I go to the bar and it's okay, the, yeah. and it's the first drink I buy and I tip big. Why? Because the next time you dude see my face yeah. to ensure prompt service, I gave you a twenty. When I roll up here, you you get me. First. I get it. No, I get it. Like and, and like, well, when people tip me, it's like they live in a small envelope and they don't write their name sometimes, so I don't really know who it is. But like, I don't know. When I get tips, it's just like I don't need it because like I expect like this is what you expected me to do and I'm 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 getting paid for it and like it's just like I'm going to provide the best treatment as I as I can and like it's just like it's my that's how I see it as like that's my job or that's just what I'm It is do. but yeah. again as Mark said there's certain people that yeah. you tip
tip. So when yeah. you're working in the spa and if that is the atmosphere at the spa that yeah. the therapists get tips, you take those tips and you run with them. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're, you're right. And like, well, I, I don't really see a lot of uh, returning patients at the, at the spa. They kind of just come in. Oh, they go, I just want to use my benefits. Oh, it's kind of just relaxed kind of thing. So I'm like, oh, okay. So like, I, I rarely get it. But the multidisciplinary clinic, like I'm seeing people like the week after, I'm like, oh my God, this is so soon to seeing you. Like, you know, you, like how's your progress? <laughs> it's just so weird to me. And like, it's very different. It's such a different atmosphere. Like at the spa, right? Like they give me 15 minutes between each patient. So they give me time to like, you know, my write my notes, you know, um, clean the sheets. It's very, very chill. I like that a lot. Versus the multidisciplinary clinic, like you can write. Boom, your, boom, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, it's just boom, boom, boom. Like it's just back to back to back. Yep. And I'm like, holy shit, right? And like, I'm not used to like um, finishing my treatment yeah, five yeah. minutes early. Cause got, and they understand that. They expect it because like, I have other patients to see, but I'm not used to that. You know, like I, 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 you know, I, I like, I like writing my notes and stuff, and I like finishing everything. So I don't know how to like do it later. But like at the uh, multiple disciplinary clinic, it's just so, it's so different. Yeah. So it's I'm so just, different. I'm very used to multidisciplinary oh, yeah. clinic work, right? So I've gotten to the point where I can do my write up in three to five minutes, no wow. problem. Like the time I leave for you to get changed, yeah. by the time you come out, your treatment notes are done. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And that's how fast we I get it done skill. because there was no time between. Yeah. And then the way I always killed the conversation, like oh. I didn't get my full hour. I said, yes, you didn't get a full <laughs> yes, hour on the table or whatever the case is, but I took you in on time. Yeah. And the only way I was able to take you in on time and respect the time that you mm -hmm. have, the appointment time you have, is I finished with the other person yeah. and they were out the door a little bit before your treatment time so you can come in. And that's sure. the thing. If you, if you work in that type of environment, then it's the patients just have to understand that the hour includes undressing and dressing yes. whereas yes. Includes I, oh I don't gosh. I don't like to work that way and I because I work for myself now yeah, and I can do yeah. whatever I want I don't work that way I don't even care about having the 15 minutes to do notes because as Mark said I can do my notes in three minutes like yeah. that's not an it's issue easy, right? but I actually like to have a couple minutes to breathe no. in between people mm -hmm. um but, the, but that's me again. I really don't. But, but that's me. I like to have a couple minutes to breathe, yeah. you know, to get a sip of water, to go to the washroom. And sometimes even just to like readjust my own. Again, I told you I'm a fucking science. I, I'm a scientific hippie. Yeah. So the hippie side of me, I feel like I need to like take a minute and mm. like refocus myself, especially if I had a very like life soul sucking mm. client. The like, like what are you, the like, first time to you, they're just like unleashing all their problems. Well, so show. for example, I had a client um, at a clinic I worked at years and years and years ago. Right. And she was, she was semi-regular. Um, okay. She had a lot of uh, chronic injuries. Yeah. So she wasn't coming in, she wasn't even coming in expecting me to fix them. It was more pain management. Oh, so okay. she would come in when things started to get really bad for her. So, oh. you know, I probably saw her once every six to eight weeks kind of thing. It was like, oh, okay. okay, my hip's bugging me or this time it's my shoulder. This time it's my wrist. Like wow. the, the number of injuries this woman had and was, this... it was crazy. But because I guess she had had so many injuries she had so many accidents like there wow. was so much going on in her life she would walk through the door and you literally felt the mood in the office go from like happy to like Fuck. somber Just <laughs> like she brought everything very and i wow. i i was empathetic to an extent like i understood why she but it was like because she had had such a shitty go in her life everything was bad mm. so if it was raining she'd come in and be like oh it's fucking just raining. Sh like, shittiest mood. You know what? Oh, fuck. Who the fuck likes rain? Well, exactly. No one. But it I'm was with like, her on that. No, I'm, it's not even that I, I disagree, Give me but one. it's like <laughs> to, to always be in such a mood. And so she would walk in and the minute she'd walk in, I'd say, hey, how are you? And every time I said, how are you? Before she answered, she'd go. <sighs> oh, one of those. So it got to a point Maybe after I, tr issues. I treated her for... <laughs> 
<laughs> she, might, she might have. Yeah. I treated her for five years. By wow. probably the third year that she was my patient, when she would walk in, I stopped saying, how are you? I would I... say, go back to the treatment room. I'll be back in a minute. Wow. Like I wouldn't even, because I couldn't handle just Don't the negativity. The the There's only so much you can handle. Right. Like... So I mean, a patient like her, when I'd finished with her, it was almost like I had to dust it off because it was just life-sucking. The entire wow. hour she would tell me about, since the, you know, Everything. six weeks ago when I saw her, everything that's gone wrong in her life for the last six weeks. And you know what? I was happy to listen to it because I'm like, that's obviously what you need. But it really, like, I would leave there almost feeling icky. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh. Or you should turn it around yourself and leave there feeling great, thinking, thank God I'm not fucking her. (laughs) I can't help it, man. I am, like, over-the-top empathetic to the point where somebody else's mood can affect me. Like, I have to... Somebody else's mood really affects me. I have to try to separate myself from that. But I'm like overly empathetic and I can hear someone say something and I I feel it I'm like oh I feel You're so like dragged bad into it. for yeah, you yeah for sure because like we're we're like think about it. we're like we're therapists they think of us as like well not that a psychologist but like we're there listening to them as we're, we're taking care of them massaging them you know and they people there there are the times where like our patients are they're talkative and they want to like talk to someone or about it whatever I get it but like it drains us and like that's why like I like yeah I like the time between my between all my patients because like, I like it I have a time of Mark doesn't like it he wants to you go know bang, what bang, bang, I want to find I want to get someone on to talk about the psychology of being a patient or client. I want to know, like, from a professional standpoint, like, why is it that a patient or client that is spending this time with mm. you that they're paying for that they may feel like you owe them something and then they can let all this shit out? Or maybe that's not the case at all. I don't know any of it. That's why I want to know. Well, uh, you, Does that wait, make sorry, sense? Have you had a patient who just like kind of talks to you? He's like, "Hey man, what's up?" Like, you know, and he just tells you all his personal shit. Yes. His, like, you know, his per- yeah, all yeah, that? yeah. Really? And yeah. what do you do? You like? Well, I'm, I'm not a big. You're not a talkative kind of guy. But I'm you, not a big. You kind of just listen, but they yeah. again, like, sometimes people like need that person just to listen. They don't want yeah. anyone to like respond or do anything about mm-hmm. it. They just want someone to listen because like it feels nice and like you're th- you're we're their therapist, you know. So I get yeah. it. I get it. But it could be life draining. Like, oh my gosh, and that's why like the time you need some time for yourself. I get it. You know. Like, but if I was in your situation like for example like that having no time between patients if i had time between patients and time to shut off yeah. i'm fucked like well, and that's I, the thing that's your method you of your mode of work you when have i was to keep going. when i work when i used to work for other people mm-hmm. i would rather go in and do a seven eight five whatever number hours my shift was Fuck. and work non-stop, non-stop because if i stop then it's hard for me to get back into wanting really? to do it but i find it really really different when i work for myself yeah. When I work for myself, I got no problems with a break here, a break there, a break there, because it's all on my terms. Yeah, it's all on your terms. But yeah. as soon as I'm in a place and I know I got to go home and blah, 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 the, the whole bit is if I have a small break and then in my mind creeps in like, shit, you could be doing something, you could be doing something else, but I'm stuck fucking here. Then I'm like, uh, I, I can't, I can't swing the mood back. I do understand that. There's definitely, uh, there's definitely uh, like this inertia that like you can't yeah. get over sometimes. That's a big when, word. Uh, yeah. It's not really a big word. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a long time. No, oh, the hippie bus up. It's 11.22 a.m. and I'm like two beers in and you're, yeah, you're, honestly. you're casually using Thank inertia. You for the game, <laughs> oh my gosh, I did not expect this. Oh this my so God, true. guys who are listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm nervous. My ass is sweating. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, what I was saying is I understand the feeling of like having to start again when you stop. Like sometimes it. that can be really hard. But I'm, I'm only talking about 15 minutes. Like I'm saying, because by the time, the, so if I give 
know how much floor. I can go through in 15 minutes that shuts me right off? Really? It's no, insane. By the time I come out, because like I said, when I know I have the 15 minutes, I will give them the full treatment. Sometimes I even go a couple minutes over. I'm not in a rush, right? Yeah, exactly. So I can take my time. I finish with them. I come out. I wash my hands. By the time I do that, usually they're off the table. If not, I'll start the notes. Yeah. And then they come out. I do their billing. We might mm. chat for a few minutes about how they're feeling. Yeah. You know, they pay me or I do whatever it is. Yeah. And then uh, we rebook an appointment. By the time all that's done, I really only have like seven minutes, maybe. Yeah. I never go over time. Ever. No, you don't. Even ever. Let's say you had like your last patient. You know ever. What I, mean? like, I never. No, because I like... view going over time and it's just me. Maybe I'm fucking no, no, weird. No, I know I'm weird. I, I view going over time as disrespecting someone's time. I understand if they that, yeah. made an yeah, appointment from seven to that. eight, I make sure I'm wrapped up and you are free after eight o'clock however, to do whatever. However. Because I've already been to appointments before and I'm like, I made this appointment from three to four because I got to be out of here at yeah. four. Oh, yeah. And that's why. I Don't you fucking yeah. take no, that any I more understand. time. And I obviously do ask the person, but you also... In the, in the same breath as you saying like, oh, I view it as disrespecting someone's time. I've seen you when a patient shows up late, you will still give them the full hour if you don't have somebody right after. Mm, I've seen you do it. Depending on the scenario. Working for myself. Working for, yes, that's what I'm talking I'm about. And I'm in Only full here. control. Yeah. Yes. When I worked any other place, no, when you I show worked up at 20 minutes clinic, late, no. guess what? Because I'm not getting fucking paid any differently You're now. right. Yeah, so absolutely. now, forget it. And that fucks yeah. up the timing for everybody else. Oh, because for sure. You if I if I work when I worked at clinics, I never gave people extra. I was really? exactly. I always finished on time, a hundred percent of the time. Once I was in a more chill atmosphere yeah. where I was just working for myself, I'm the one that scheduled the, the yeah. clients. Yeah. As long as I wasn't fucking up somebody else's schedule, yeah. I work at the pace I yeah. want to work. So I do really enjoy that. But yeah, no, I I'm with you on that. Like I wouldn't keep somebody on the table for twenty extra minutes without getting consent from mm. them like that's that happened to me I went for a massage three weeks ago and it was a brand new therapist she's probably been registered seven minutes if oh, you've been wow. ten so she's brand new and <laughs> she knew I was a therapist yeah. um, because I had been to this clinic before mm. so she knew that I was a therapist as well I don't know what the reasoning was but I I booked an hour massage wow. and I even felt as I was on the table I'm like this is this feels like a really long hour but yeah. I didn't really say anything I didn't have anywhere to be right after so yeah. it wasn't a huge deal but she finished working on um, my posterior side she turned me over yeah. and I looked at the clock and I my appointment was from 1 to 2 when okay. she turned me over it was 2.20 oh. and she still hadn't worked on my forearms which were like wow. one of my complaints I'm like fuck it's too, like so anyway she ended up giving me more than a 90 minute treatment that's so when I nice booked an hour well is it though like as Mark said she didn't ask me if that was that's okay true. if I was in a rush I would have been pissed w oh, were you the last one Um, I don't know I don't know. I didn't ask. But yeah, she, she kept me on the table for more than 90 minutes. Wow. I mean, at that day, I needed that. I was okay with that. Yeah. I was grateful to her. I even said, like, please let me pay you more. And she's yeah. like, no, no. Oh, that's so nice. Like, I, well, I mean, I felt bad. I'm like, you just worked for half an yeah. hour for free. Like, I mean, your choice, but yeah, what the fuck? Maybe that was her. I get it. No, maybe I that was it. her scam. Maybe you fell, in, oh, fell into man. her scam. Yeah, she's like, right. I want to make more off no, of she only No, she only charged me the hour. But I because did. now she's getting it all in tips. She doesn't have to kick mm. it upstairs. She gave you extra time so you would feel obliged to pay her more as a tip that she puts directly. Man, that's that's that, man. Maybe she's I brilliant. Fell for it. Oh, by the way, that a genius? That much of a Shit, genius? Man. Dun, 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 dun. I fell. I fell 
right into that because I did. I left her a tip after yeah. that. A, a good one too. That's a good one. Good tip. See? Mm. Well, I, I think okay. It depends. Okay, there are times when I'm like yeah, this patient. Come, I had two patients. Like one came in and it was just like um, I guess she, I think she was like a little bit late or uh, she had to fill out her health history right because she didn't fill it out before. And then like she's she came to me and she t- she was like. Do I still get my full hour? I'm like, what? Wait, oh, what? that's annoying. Oh, man. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, of course you do. But it's just like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I, I can't, you guys help me out so much in terms of like, when it, like when I'm here for you an hour, you will get the full hour, fine, no problem. But if you step over that, it's just like, that kind of pisses me off because like it, it turns into a domino effect. You know, like, I'm going to be late for my next yep. patient. Yep. I gotta well, exactly. Yeah. You can't, you can't make everybody else late because you no. showed up late. Like, I don't know how it works at your clinic, but whenever I've worked <laughs> in clinics, we always tell new patients to arrive 10 to 15 minutes early to, ha- yeah. to fill the paperwork. Or if yes, we it have is. it online, fill it out fill online it out. beforehand, mm. because once you're here, once your hour has started, if yeah. your appointment's at one o'clock, that's when our our clock yeah. starts. Mm-hmm. So unless, you know, we're running behind. But if, yeah. if we're on time, one o'clock is when it starts, which means if you have an hour and appointment at two o'clock, we're done. Yeah. Like no, you I, don't I, get I anything agree. else. So yeah, it annoys me when um when somebody expects that. Oh. Like if I if I want to out of the goodness of my heart do that, <laughs> yeah. fine. Fine, yeah. But if you're expecting me to work for free, that's weird. Oh. So wait, when you're in the spa, do you okay. have to call the time? Like the time when you start? Because I've heard this from spa therapists. Oh yeah, that's that true. I've once that. they start, they call the time. They let the patient know like it's twelve fifty two, and then they call the time at the end. That way, well, the patient knows, or the I keep saying patient client. Patient, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I don't know. Isn't the CMTO they they want us to say uh, refer to our people as patients, not clients? Because like it's we're not service based. We're we're healthcare practitioners. Everything on the CMTO site refers to people refers to them as really? clients. And there is there is kind of reasons for that because client. Is, feel... is makes the patient that language yeah. gives mm-hmm. autonomy to the patient yeah. versus patient for sure. yeah for sure when I was in school actually and that's why I, I remember actually having this discussion with Mark um, when I was in school we were taught to only say client. I was actually really? taught that it was incorrect to say patient. So when I came out and there was other therapists using that language, I was like, isn't that wrong? I thought, because that's the yeah. way I was taught. We were taught that you only use client. client. client? Yeah, I, but I again, it. I went to school. When did I It's start? all about empowering the person. It's all empowering the Because like when, when people, they, they hear patient, they don't want to feel like something's wrong with them. Versus client, it's just like you're providing a service. But like, yeah. we're doing more than that. You know what I mean? And so... I don't know. So when I said patient one time, I was like, oh, some of the receptions, they're like, oh my gosh. Uh, they're like, what, patient? And I'm like, oh, oh like that's what we prefer it as because that's what I was taught in school. But I can say client, I don't, I don't mind, but it's just like they refer as clients because, you know, they get hair services done, nail services, facials, whatever. So everyone says client at the at the spa, but I, yeah. I say patient. At the spa, I would probably say client yeah. because, again, it's just that's the expectation and that's the environment. Are we going to get in trouble if we say the other word? <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared of authority. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit scared. You're so, scared of authority. I have no, not in terms of like police stuff like that. I'm sorry. I'm like, why? What's CMTO, happened to you in the past? You know, they're like they're on you. Right? I don't know. Like I, I like again, Humber drilled us in terms of getting you know getting consent. You know what I mean? Uh, draping properly. Every little thing. Like, uh, you know, I don't. I just don't want to get like. Um, a, a bad audit or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm well, scared. and and then you, then you won't. <laughs> and then, then I you won't. won't. Yeah, you won't because if you're doing everything properly, you won't. Yeah. Nobody's actually. I, I I don't. I know. I know you've listened to some of our episodes. Yeah. Did you listen to the one about the peer assessment with Lee Kaplan? Yeah. 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 So I mean, they're not there to try. To they're find just, something wrong. Yeah. And if they see that you're maybe, I mean, and they're not in there while you're, you know, yeah. 
treating your your clients or yeah. patients, whatever you want to call them. But they're not there to try to find you doing something wrong. They're there to sure. help you if yeah. there's something maybe that you could be doing better or that you didn't know. Like there's never this assumption of like I'm going to catch this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even, like shady. even with the uh, investigation process, I don't know if you heard that. That was up for two seconds. Oh, yeah. I, I I did a podcast with um, a former investigator, really? and he he just kind of got into the investigation process, but then two days oh, later he's like, I, I, can you fucking take that down? Oh. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I love this one. He's no, like, no, we, had to, we had to take it down. Really? I'm like, out of the goodness of my heart. Whatever. Like, but yeah, going back to the yeah, spa versus clinic, it's so different. So again, so it's just more chill in the spa because like, I'm there 10 to 4. You know what I mean? They give me a set time and if I have patients, I got to be there the whole time because like, um, I don't, I can't know if I'm notified or anything versus the, the multiple... <laughs> versus at that multiple disciplinary clinic like if i if i'm, if I'm booked they will uh, i will get notified on my like you know i'll get i'll get a uh, an email on my phone like, yeah. it's so nice so i don't have to like go there if i don't have any patients it's yeah. really nice it's just a different vibe like i'll do all my notes after all the patients at the, at the it's called flex care therapy yeah um versus at the spa you know like i have some so much time and so like i'll, I'll write my notes during the, the break between I between patients and it's so nice so like i like i honestly i love both you know because that's uh, good. You're t you're testing out everything, yeah, and exactly. you'll figure out where you want to go. Yeah, but right now I I really enjoy doing both because like we have one like I like the uh, the relaxation aspect because like people people need that and people like that enjoy mm -hmm. that really much and like that's what I do. And there are times when I like get like when I'm like prescribing them stretches or like describing them how like the mechanics of the body sometimes like they'll be like oh my gosh you're like a you do work at like a physiotherapist clinic I'm like what no and it's just like people don't understand that like. As RMTs at a, especially as a spa, at a spa, like we know our shit. You know, you're, what I mean? like, you're still an RMT. Yeah, we're yeah. still an RMT. <laughs> the same thing, like if any, it was if we were at a multiple disciplinary clinic, and then they don't really understand that. So like they're like, oh my gosh, wow, thank you. Oh, like what? they're just so surprised, and I'm surprised that they're surprised. Right? Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean like everyone's surprised. Yeah. Well, because RMT is such a big umbrella term. Mm -hmm. You know, there's mm -hmm. so many different types of therapists. Like it's, since doing the podcast, it's been funny. Like we had. Um, one therapist on here, Adam, and he's a myo detox guy. And he okay. talked about the idea of maybe having different, when it comes to massage therapy education, having different streams where yeah. like you can study to be the relaxation therapist yeah. or you can be, you know, the movement specialist yeah. or the, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, because then maybe with the different letters, people might understand more about what you yeah. do. Um, but well, yeah, RMTs can mean so many different things. Mm -hmm. But at the base of it, we do all have the same knowledge and education. Yeah. It's just whether or not you're using that in your practice, this is right? A different, like, I atmosphere again like, so the most participant clinic they expect you to do assessment they expect you to like uh, do like remedial exercises and show them some stretches or you know stuff like that it's more like um, proper not yeah. proper like, yeah. I think even at the spa when it comes to assessment like still making sure that you understand that you are a therapist and you are still assessing mm -hmm. so even if that's just collecting subjective information yeah. like looking at the way your your client is standing walking moving yeah, and, and yeah. when you're palpating like when you have your hands on them taking note of areas where there yeah. is concern right so i think it's still important to do that for even sure, if for sure. even if you're the relaxation therapist yeah and, right? no, and, and, they, and they appreciate it they, they love it and they value it and like oh like i'm i'm being taken care of but there are obviously there you'll, you'll get some of those like i just want my table time like and i'm yeah. like it's so crazy I, I i remember when you guys saw in your previous shows you know it's like you're not paying for table time you're paying for like my time well yeah i and mean i like that that helped nobody me. nobody should expect that you're working for free yeah so as long as that's like clearly set out right from the beginning that yeah. like you are booking an hour with me 
However much of that hour is on the table can vary. Exactly. But you're booking an hour with me. Um, I've I've only ever run into a problem one time. Like most of my clients are pretty cool. It's very few, right? Yeah. I think I'm, oh my God, I fucking have one patient. First of all, let's go with this. Okay, so. All right, I'm just getting ready for this clinic because I'm confused at at this entire experience. Jim Tan Laundry is getting getting comfortable over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was confused, okay? So this is like, I don't really experience a lot of like, like what the fuck moments at at my, uh, when when I practice, okay? So this time, this is like this, uh, this middle-aged woman came in, you know, seemed like a nice lady, whatever, okay? She comes in, and then, like, I'm massaging her and stuff, and then um, after I finish, you know, I, I go my, my post-protocol. I'm like, oh, um, uh, I'm just doing some closing techniques. Take your time getting off the table. You might be a little lightheaded, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, I come back. I wash my hands, and then I'm like, I, obviously, I come back, and I tell them to change and stuff, and, like, oh, I'll check up on them. Like, oh, how are you feeling and stuff? And then if I have time, I'll prescribe them, like, a, a simple stretch that they can, they can do, okay? I knock on the door, okay, and she goes... And she comes and opens the door. And I'm like, oh, I'm looking for Vincent. I'm like, oh, I'm like, hey, what's going on, right? And she's like, oh, you're supposed to uh, massage my head. I'm like, what? Like, the hour's done already. And I'm like, I'm supposed to massage your head? Like, what What, what do you mean, right? And then she goes, she goes, yeah, like, uh, at the other places I get massaged, uh, they always do this, like, scalp massage. I'm like, well, first of all. Go to the other place. Go to the other place. You know what I mean? Like, oh. Like, why, why are you fucking here? Why are you here, right? And I'm like, first of all, you don't expect anything. If I'm like, if the hour's done, like, I have other patients. I got to clean up. If like, you wanted a scalp massage, oh. lady, you should have asked. Yeah. before the hour was yeah, over like, for a scalp massage. Yeah. <laughs> but like, whatever. I give her like an extra five minutes oh. and she was already late so I give her another extra five minutes. So like, this is going on like, what is it? Like, an hour and like over ten minutes and I'm like, oh, fuck, right? But I, don't th- I think luckily like, I didn't have a patient after but like, I'm going to give this girl extra time and I give her like a slight or like a very short like a few minutes like a scalp massage but I was just, I was a little cheesed. I was like pissed why did, Why did you do that? I, just like, I, I don't know because like, again, like I, I'm fairly new and I'm like, just like, I just feel like I got to satisfy, not satisfy, like, uh, <laughs> um, I I feel this scenario is a no-win. Yeah. I feel if you didn't do the scalp massage, she'd walk away she'd walk saying, away. Just, he didn't do the scalp massage. Yeah. Yeah. And you did the scalp massage, and she still would walk mm-hmm. away saying, mm-hmm. I had to remind him to do the yeah. scalp massage. Like I, I feel like this is a no-win. Well, so all you did was on, give up On time. top of that, no-win is it's sort of allowing her to have that mentality that like she can just then say to any other therapist when the hour's mm-hmm. done, well, mm-hmm. what about my scalp massage? You know what, what I mean? Fuck? Like she needs to learn that, no, no, no. This is when your hour yeah, ends. She needs to, she learn. Needs to learn. She needs to learn. Because it's, it's us who allow people to treat us a certain way, right? So, I mean, if you are bowing down to every patient who says, Vinny, yeah. get back in yeah. here and oh, rub my man. head, then every patient is going to come in and be like, yeah. you know, just wait till the hour is done and, and then oh. Vinny will do it. <laughs> what do you do? Like Because like, you don't want to like uh, disappoint them because like, you know, you, you, you did provide your treatment, but they want more. It's like, now you just like, you got to draw a line. Uh, like, I don't mind disappointing anybody in those scenarios. <laughs> I really don't. I'm like, really? oh, you wanted a scalp massage? Sorry, we, you didn't communicate next that time. to me just before the up, treatment. Yeah, saying it. And the next time you come in, let me know yeah. right away. Would you like to book your next appointment now to ensure that you get your scalp massage? That's, that's what I'm doing. I am not agree with that. Sometimes, like, I, you gotta like remember your, your therapeutic power. You know, it's like you're here. You're always gonna treat them. You have me for the full hour, w- like whatever. But like, if you expect more than that, it's like, all right, now you're you're being a little disrespectful because I have other patients, or if anything, just disrespectful my my time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So going back to the same patient. Okay, I didn't find this till after she left. Okay. So I'm writing my notes. I'm I'm just uh, just like at the table, just writing my notes, and then I find out from my uh, one of the um, other spas technicians. Okay, she comes to me. She goes like, um, your your patient is like 
she had like a little problem and like what like what do you mean right she's like okay i don't want to send this as a, as a i need a female perspective so what is a hot flash well <laughs> I, one, I need to know that what one is that? i am going to not get offended because you're 26 okay please uh, tell me that i don't know two i am not old enough to have experienced hot flash okay okay so i don't know what it is okay so, but this well is let's tell let's talk is, female physiology okay, okay. <laughs> uh if she was indeed middle-aged as you said she's probably pre-menopausal or menopausal and you can get a sudden like hot flash. It's exactly what it sounds like. What your entire it? body gets hot and you start sweating. Oh. It's a hormonal thing. Oh, so okay. her hormones went all fucking crazy and she started sweating. Okay, but so... But, but Ass she... sweating. Ass sweating. That's a theme. I'm going to title oh. this, this this podcast episode ass Sweaty sweat? Ass. Unprofessional with, hour with, with ass sweating. <laughs> featuring ass sweating. But yeah, okay, so this this woman, like she... Uh, I didn't even know. So so my my, um, my fellow co-worker, she was like, yeah, she had a hot flash. I'm like, I'm like what is that, right? She's like, apparently, it's like, um, this is what, what I'm hearing. She's like, yeah, oh, Oh, um, it was so. It was just like getting so weird in the in the in the in the in the room because like you know this guy's like a very attractive guy and I'm just getting turned on. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what so is this that? Like, I, this was not a hot flash. No, at she all. just she just got wet, dude. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, as obviously, as you know, an RMT, we know we can't do anything about that. So I'm just that's like very inappropriate. But like, I didn't find that until after. So like, that was just like a really confusing moment. I was like, what? Oh man! But like, okay, another experience. <laughs> what do you do to that? Like, you're, you're turning on the ladies. Oh, but it's just like you gotta let them know. Okay, first of all, yeah, we gotta wear scrubs. The middle-aged ladies. Middle-aged lady. Yeah, they love it. Unbelievable. Oh my gosh! I was just like, what the hell's going on? Like, you are Jim Tan laundry. Un- <laughs> un- oh my god! What do you mean? No, I stay away from that. Fuck tanning. First of all, me and you. We're, we're fairly dark, okay? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I yeah. stay away from the sun. You I stay away from the I sun? I stay away from the sun. I went you to look like, two you, years look, you look like a dude that goes, like, nah, and plays beach I'm volleyball, like, all the like time, I hate, I hate the sun. It, it, it burns me. It makes <laughs> me feel gross. Like, I don't I don't know. I just feel, I peel easily. And it's just, like, as dark people, like, we, you, you get darker easily. Yeah. Very like, easily. Boom. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, when I went to Jamaica back in two years ago, like, uh, I, I stay in the shade. You hung out under a tree. Yeah, I was standing under the tree. Anytime I get any sun exposure, it's just from walking from the beach to the back to the hotel do you, like, do you do you like the guy in the ocean always yeah. about waist high water with <laughs> yeah. a with a boat with like something that just, floats that sells beads and shit yeah, but as uh, soon as you get up there he's like yo you want some weed man oh man it's just some sketchy shit no want it's not even weed? in the <laughs> What's it's weed? not even the fucking like ocean. It was like I was walking on the beach shore, and they're like they're not allowed. I think it was by law or something to go on the shore. Yeah. So like yeah, like in Jamaica they were just like chilling, and then like they were. Trying That's to why stop. when I went to <laughs> when last time I was in Jamaica, the yeah. dude was in the water yeah. because it's not like the resort can be like, yo, this is our beach, yeah. get off the beach. He's like, I'm in the fucking water. I'm in the fucking water. <laughs> they would try to get you to come to them because they can't come to you. Exactly. It was, like, it was so awkward. I'm like, oh, I guess so. Like, it was weird. <laughs> so and like it was just weird because like yeah, it's known there, but I don't think it's completely legal. In Jamaica, there's I think there's one area yeah, yeah, yeah. in Jamaica that is actually legal, and so like when you do um, any excursions and tours, okay, yeah. they sometimes they will drive to this area, yeah. and then as soon as you get to that area, it's like everyone on the bus pulls out their reefers and just <laughs> and just just lights but it it's up. It's just so weird because like. Every single worker on the on this on the uh, resort just had weed and just yes, like yeah. and they would just they would try to sell it to us. I'm like, yeah, sure, but like it's just like, is this even legal? Like, I'm a cannabis user, mm-hmm. but. I will not use cannabis out of the country. Like I yeah, don't, sure. I don't want to buy something from some dude at a yeah. resort. I don't want, I because I don't know what I'm getting. I don't know mm-hmm. this. I don't know that. No, Last sure. thing I want to do is fucking be in a hospital oh. in the Dominican. That's and I'm like, one, I'm in the, I'm in a hospital in the fucking Dominican. Yeah. That's a bad scene already. It's already bad, yeah. Right. Two, I don't speak fucking Spanish. Mm-hmm. I look like I speak Spanish, which makes but it you, even worse. Who's this imbecile? Just do you know what shit. I mean? Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't partake. Uh, 
when, I, when I'm on vacation. I know you stepped away for two seconds. I stepped away for two seconds. I came back. When, you guys are talking about smoking weed in other countries. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm a user too, but like when you're going somewhere else, you want to be careful because like, you don't know if it's legal or not. So like it's just like, yeah. And then you get offered everything else. Too. Yeah. Oh, one time we just we came we we asked for uh, me and my friends. Okay, we're in our room and we just had the worst resort in, in terms of. Uh, just fucking mosquitoes. Like, we were just eating live. Like, there were blood stains on the fucking bed because, like, they were just <laughs> eating us. We would have to, you know those, like, those bed meshes or whatever? Which country was this in? Jamaica. We were back in Jamaica. Jamaica, like, okay. In our resort. I think we went to Montego Bay. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we called a guy to to literally get a bug spray and spray our fucking room because, like, we were, like, at 4 a.m. in the morning. We are just having our pillows and just killing mosquitoes. <laughs> just, like, man, there was blood on the walls because, like, and it was our blood because they fucking sucked the shit out of our fucking blood and it was on the wall. Okay? I'm just I'm just nodding in like <laughs> I understand because when we went to Trinidad, yeah. I came back looking like I had a, an actual disease. Yeah. I was covered from head to toe and in bug bites. bites. Oh, it was brutal. Gosh. That's just the sh- worst. We just had a shitty time with that in terms of but everything else was fine. Anyway, so we called the guy, okay? He comes and we just want to just like spare a room so we can have like a comfortable sleep. Yeah. A comfortable sleep. Mm-hmm. Something simple, okay? This guy comes back. Yo, you guys want any uh, crack? And I'm like, what the? <laughs> what just the fuck? just I'm the like, bug spray's fine, sir. Yeah, like my bro, can you just uh, spare our room and get the fuck out of here, please? Thanks. Like, like this guy like wanted to sell us cocaine and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't touch that, and I don't want that, and it's I'm tired. Like, we have shit. You know what? Later. You're lucky that they showed up, man. <laughs> because no offense, hey, I'm I'm West Indian, so I can say this. West yeah. Indian people really roll on West Indian time. Oh, we were in Jamaica one time, fuck. and we're in an elevator, which mm. I in I, I would never do but i don't know why we, well, we it's did because we were staying on the fifth floor and although okay. it's not a lot of stairs to climb i mean when you've been day drinking oh yeah do you want to climb up five fucking You're, flights yeah. of stairs and i'm claustrophobic already oh, we get into the elevator power boom, power goes oh, out shit. We're, we're in the pitch black in this elevator and it's, it's hot hot as, as fuck now yeah. she starts pressing buttons like crazy and i'm like don't you fucking like and then i'm having this moment of we're in Jamaica. Like, no one is coming for us no, like, for so hours. I'm, I'm Even if they know we're here, they're rolling on island time. <laughs> yeah. They're going to come whenever they feel like they, so they're I'm, ready. So I'm panicking, oh. but one thing that I would say I'm really good at is no matter what, like when I'm panicking, I can I can exteriorly, I can look calm. Yeah. I can remain Not calm. Wow. I saved my youngest daughter from choking last oh, week. Wow. Like, actually oh Heimlich on a two-year-old. Holy like, shit. it was okay. fucking terrifying. Because, yeah. like, I looking terrible. at the fear in her face, and I've got my almost five-year-old, like, watching this whole thing. And, like, it was so scary. But I stayed so calm. I didn't move, like, crazy fast. Like, I just tried to, like, do everything properly, whatever. Anyway, obviously everything's fine. But in that moment, I'm panicking. But I know how claustrophobic he is. I know how, like... It's he's one of the the people that's like if there's a situation like this, okay, stay still, don't talk. Like you know, he's got to yeah, like ground himself. Let's right? not start talking about how bad the situation is. So like, that's the worst. I, it'll, it'll just won't make well, exactly. Yeah. So I see Let's how much he's talk. panicking, and I'm trying to tell him. I said it's okay. I'm like I'm gonna press the call button. Somebody's gonna come. Like I'm trying to be calm as much as like I'm fucking freaking out too yeah. because I also don't like small spaces. I start actually picturing us like suffocating. It's that hot, right? But I was like, it's okay. I'm gonna be calm. I'm like I'm gonna press the call button, and then he just went off he's like we're in fucking jamaica nobody's coming we're gonna be here for fucking seven hours like he's free. and i'm like shit. okay calm calm Scroll let's down. be calm yeah because like if you guys both panic it's just not gonna like no you can't stop. both be pa- and that's like we've talked about this before it's like you can kind of read the situation somebody has to be the calm somebody one. yeah keeping calm and stuff that that's a skill i, that's a skill. I honestly wow. would say that is a skill because the number of times i've had to be you know off mic you and i were talking about um because my daughter's sick right now we were talking about the number of times i've yeah. had i've ended up in the er with her for respiratory yeah. problems yeah. 
And each and every one of those times, the most important thing to me from my home to the hospital is just to keep, I'm like, just be calm because it's only going to make her worse if she's worked up, right? It's She's not going to be able to breathe if she's freaking out. So I can't freak out. So it's just, you know, you're okay. Just be calm. Take deep breaths. And as much as I'm freaking out inside, she would have no idea. I'm like, you're fine. You're good. Everything's good. So it's I, just reassuring. It's yeah. just reassuring. And especially for your daughter. like <laughs> Or my husband who's horribly, horribly claustrophobic. <laughs> just like, shit, 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 shit. Oh, I'm the worst. <laughs> oh, you I'm poor guy. Oh. I thought I was claustrophobic until I met you. I'm the worst. Like, you, you freak out much more than I do. Okay, like, what? I'm on a four-hour flight. I got to piss two hours in. I'm holding that because oh. just getting into the fucking really? bathroom. Yeah, he won't do It's the worst. Airplane bathrooms. Do it. What is it? Just like the closed space. Like, closed space. no escape. The closed space, the lack of control. The lack of, it, oh, okay. So, for example, the... T- the, the couple times that I was I was stuck in an elevator and the elevator is it's not a small elevator in our building <laughs> not, yeah. and there's mirrors so it makes yeah. it looks bigger but I still had to sit down on the floor wow. to create to create the illusion of there's, like more space. there's more space and like oh yeah. wow. you know I used to have a reoccurring dream you just reminded me with the elevator I used to have a reoccurring dream um, it might have been because of the movie Speed doesn't that movie start with like an elevator um, going down it does it oh, does no. isn't there a bus this isn't all about a bus have you never watched Speed I love Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves I love Keanu Reeves you look like you like Keanu Reeves I don't know what that's like. Neo, Keanu Reeves is amazing. I love him. He's so nice. Like, is he Bill or is he Ted? Which one is he? What do you mean? You're you're young. Oh, uh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Oh my god! I only watched a few movies with him. I'm man. so blank right now. Is it, he's Ted, isn't he? I don't, I don't remember. He's Ted. He anyway, I'll Google that later. Somebody's gonna get mad at us Google for this. We're gonna stop with the the fingers. But yeah, I used to have this recurring dream when I was younger that I was in an elevator that. The core, the cables snapped, and it started to oh fall. Gosh. And I always thought about how I would be this ninja, and I because wait, I thought, wait, wait. well, I thought that if I could get myself propped up where my feet weren't on the floor, when the impact hit, I wouldn't break my legs. So I was like, I get like hold onto the elevator. <laughs> you're, you're like on the wall until the yeah. I was like, up. all oh. I have to do is get one leg on. And I've got really long legs. Yeah. Like one leg on the side, one leg on the side. Have enough strength to hold myself up. So when that impact happens at the bottom, I'm not gonna break my legs. That's what I used to think about. Yeah. You probably don't have to do that. If you yeah. can time your jump, then you'd be fine. As <laughs> as it falls and right before it crashes down, just do jump. a little hop. <laughs> Stop. The ceiling wouldn't like the roof is not gonna hit you. But just, oh man! The number, like, the number of Bruce dreams I here? used to have. Would you call me Bruce Willis? Oh. <laughs> the number of dreams I used to have, where I, maybe I watched too many action movies when I was younger. Yeah. My dad, you know, my dad's like a a diehard. Kind the of diehard guy, right? yeah. I uh, I used to have all these dreams of like I'd be in this like really dangerous situation, really? and I would be sort of controlling. Like I was sleeping, but maybe there was part of me that was awake. So I'd be controlling my dreams yeah. like a video game, and like what I would do. Yeah. Oh my goodness, the number of dreams I had where I was jumping off balconies and like hanging from them, yeah. and like you know, <laughs> climbing across to the next balcony to escape like the intruder in my wow. like, crazy shit. I used to think about. Oh, that sounds scary though. Honestly, like you ever like just like wake up and flinch because like you thought you're gonna fall or like someone threw you a basketball and just like what? doesn't that mean something when you dream that you're falling well uh, most of your dreams are supposed to have meaning but I, I remember right. so if you dream this, you're flying or you dream you're falling or or those types of things or you dream of certain colors 
I don't know. There's there's a lot of dream books that'll tell you. That yeah, I don't. I don't remember, like, but there there was something. Or if, like you dream your teeth are falling out, it means a certain that means thing. death. I heard what? if you dream that you're you're losing teeth, I heard that that means death. I could be wrong. Don't quote what me on that. The fuck? But that means I like would... yeah, that means death if you dream that. And I have a very close friend who constantly dreams that her dreams that her teeth are crumbling. Maybe she just has bad teeth. Yeah, maybe she's just no. Like, she's got very nice teeth. Maybe she I don't just know. needs to the go to the dentist. Feet, my, <laughs> the only time I, my teeth started vibrating was uh, it was during school, you know, exam seasons, and it was just like I ate like eight donuts of like of the dozen from Tim Hortons, and my teeth was just vibrating. Mark's like that's just like a regular Tuesday. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, There's no Mark, such Mark thing as too much all day long. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Donuts are great. I love donuts, but it's just like eight. That's a lot, right? I can I can sugar anything. You sugar just, like, sugar to me is there. <laughs> There's no such thing as too sweet. There's what? there's there's no over amount in quantity really? when it comes to oh sugar. Oh my god! Yeah. I just feel like a little kid, just like on a sugar high. Now I'm so the opposite. Sugar. I mean, not that anybody should have an excessive amount yeah, of sugar, yeah, yeah. but it's like my body instantly wants to reject it. So, like wow. for example, I ordered a tea yesterday, okay. and I, what was it? A tea latte, a London Fog. Do you know what that is? Okay, no. Is that from Starbucks? <laughs> no, it's not from I Starbucks. Don't, I don't know what that is. Um, but I ordered a London Fog. And I usually ask them to make it like I would never drink sweet. something called a London Fog. <laughs> what is that? It's uh, like an Earl Grey tea with uh, steamed milk. Okay. And there's a sweetener in it. Okay. Um, but I usually ask for them to put uh, <laughs> less of the sweetener because yeah. I don't I don't like sugar. Yeah. And I forgot to yesterday. I drank maybe five sips of this thing and I was like, like this I can't. Black and I yeah, I, oh. I couldn't do it. I'm not usually a latte person anyway. Like for me, it's coffee. And I yeah. don't put sugar in my coffee. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I thought it'd be fancy, and I threw it out anyway. <laughs> oh my god! I just went to Starbucks this morning to get a coffee, and then uh, I didn't. I don't know the fuck I'm ordering because like their their sizes are just weird. Tall, grande. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I, I I'm like I'm sorry. I don't know. Can I get a medium? Like, yeah. just, 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 <laughs> just, with it. And then I go. I'm like, can I get like a, you know one milk, one sugar, like Tim Hortons? Like, whether, now you water. gotta do it yourself. You gotta, you gotta do it yourself. I didn't know that. And then she's like, yeah, you're this milk and sugar over there. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. So I'm I'm trying to grab. A Why is your coffee so fucking expensive? I gotta right? make it myself. Oh my god, so they're they're tall. <laughs> Is that fucking small for them? Tall is small, yeah. Tall is small, right? So, like, that is like three bucks. I'm like, holy shit, this is expensive. You ever see the movie Which Role one? Models with Paul Rudd? No, I didn't. What, okay. What There's else? a scene in that movie, and he's, yeah. he's, his character uh, starts out to be this, like, super grumpy, yeah. like, like the grumpy old man, but he's only, <laughs> like, probably in his 30s. Like, and, but yeah. he's, like, this super, like, I hate everything grumpy old oh. man. And he's at, I guess, something similar to a Starbucks, yeah. and they've got the sizes that way. And he yells at the barista, like, everyone. One of your sizes means large, <laughs> except for the large. Like venti, yeah. what the fuck is venti? And yeah. finally, after he calms down, his girlfriend's like, "Venti means twenty ounces, you fucking jackass." <laughs> it's just yeah, you gotta know their your your the lingo. It yeah, the lingo. Mean, yeah, it's, but oh. it's it's not hard once you know. There's three options. There's tall, which is small. There's grande, which is medium. There's venti, which is large. But I wouldn't know that. Like, right? I'm 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 not a coffee it's person. The same with me. Yeah. To me, coffee culture is so weird. It's so weird. I don't get it. I don't understand when did it get fucking cool to go have a coffee. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't it's get it's it. like always been thing. cool. It's it wasn't always, always cool. Mm-hmm. It was not always it's cool. A thing. When I was a kid, coffee why, why you, was. Why are you pointing? Because when I was when I, when I was a kid, coffee is <laughs> just arguing co- right now. Coffee was something that blue collar dudes did in the oh, morning yeah. before they went to it's their blue collar job, yeah. which is cool because, <laughs> as Vinny said, it's always been a social thing. Which you can you can equate it to like going out to dinner, right? It's a social thing. You're also not a food guy. These typical oh, like, yeah. but these like that these typical social things, they're not something that appeal to you. If if you are going to be in a social setting, you'd rather like let's <laughs> go for a drink. Head. It wasn't it wasn't always like this. There weren't 
coffee shops before. What did they were? They were donut shops. Oh, there was yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. There was this donuts. There was coffee time. Right. They, oh, they, 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 they were donut oh, shops. Yeah. Coffee and now, time. Literally it was has still, coffee It was still primary. <laughs> you know what? And what coffee time was, was here's our mug of decaf. Here's our yeah. mug of regular. Just and then simple. we're just, it, that's all it was. It was a donut place. And then suddenly things became coffee culture. And now you have coffee shops and well, yeah, no, it's, I'm not disagreeing with you that it used to be more simple, but the act of going for a cup of coffee with someone has always been a thing. You watch movies from the 50s, I get it. it's still I a thing. It. You show up to someone's house, what do they do? They offer you fucking coffee and cake. Go back that, to friends. That was There's, exactly, and that so was friends, in the yeah. 90s. I can't even believe you know that because you were six. I love six. friends. When you guys mentioned how I met your mother and friends in, in your previous podcast, I was like, oh my God. You mean in all the podcasts because that's all we do? I love it. We cycle through watching those series I, over and same. over again. All the time. I'm still watching it. You know what? You know what I love about this right now? Because I just turned to Mark the other night and I said, do you think regular people do this? Because this is this is weird. This is a weird pattern that we've fallen into when we want to shut off after we've been working, you know, 12, 13 Mm -hmm. hour days. We want to shut off. We turn on a sitcom we've seen multiple times because you don't have to pay attention. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah. still have a conversation. Sometimes we're even playing cards or like, yeah. you know, we're we're doing something with this show on in the background. And when we get to a point where we no longer want to do, it, yeah. we, we can just lay there, we watch it a bit, we laugh a bit, and then eventually we fall asleep and whichever one of us wakes up first turns it off. Turns it off. And I was like, do you think other people do this? Like, yeah. this is fucking weird that we do this, isn't All it? All my friends do it. We, we watch because like, it's such a, we know the show already, even though we've watched so many episodes. Because you don't have to pay attention. It's just, yeah, it's just nice to just have one because it's yeah. so, it's still enjoyable. And, yeah, yeah, so we'll like every once in a while either have a series that we get really into, mm-hmm. but once that series is over, instead of going and finding something new, if we don't initially have something that yeah. we want to, then it's like, oh, what series did we watch last? How I Met Your Mother? All right, friends, All right. it is. Mm -hmm. And then we go. So, what do you think people like about those? Because I have my theory about those two shows. I also have my theory. I want to hear Vinny's. No, no, no. We want to hear you first. Fine, fine. What do you mean, theories, though? What do you mean? Why 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 do do people people gravitate to those shows? Why do people like it? I think it's because, like, it's relatable. Think about it. Like as as like when you're going older and stuff, you're you you're going through these like little phases or like these experiences that like seems relatable. And especially with like okay, going back to like how I met your mother, okay, you you got Ted, you're the main character who's like who's not married yet and he's like, you know, he's getting older and stuff and he's and like people they don't want to feel alone. So I like that. You know, I, I get that feeling. And in terms of like friends, going back to friends, like there's so many first of all, I think their comedy is so was so ahead of their time. Like I'm still finding that some of their jokes, I'm like, oh my God, this is the, with the stuff I It is still funny. funny. It yeah, is still but then I yeah. also wonder, is it funny because I watched it in real time and there's a nostalgia oh, yeah, aspect to it? Or is it, is it still just, fucking still funny? funny? I but I, I think it is still funny. Yeah, I think it's, it's yeah, hilarious. it's almost time. It's, it's almost timeless funny. Yeah. But you can see the difference of terms of like um who people who what what kind of people watches it now. Like uh, all people like my age and stuff, we watch friends because we grew up with that too and stuff and it was funny and then versus like uh, um like other people like just a few years younger sometimes and they're like eh, i don't really like it like for me like okay i'll be honest like i like friends and how i met your mother but like you know um what's the other one? Oh my god uh, sorry those are the only sitcoms i watched no, no, the one before that it's like older seinfeld yes yes seinfeld. oh because like, you're too young for seinfeld. i'm a little too young for that and like there's some people some friends of mine who like who watch that where they're growing up with their siblings and stuff they like it but i don't like it like i just i don't know but friends and how i met your mother they're, they're both so similar they're just a different Seinfeld age. is is in a different category for me. It's is a it? different um it's a different type of comedy. Is it's it? a okay. different type of humor. So I can see it's normal it's that you would not like one and yeah. like the other. Because yeah. yeah, Seinfeld, I don't even put it in the same category no, as right? those. Really? I don't. I feel like really? the characters in Seinfeld were there was a different dynamic. Maybe they were older. Like I don't know. It's a it's a different it it's is. different and and that show specifically was the whole premise of that show was and it's about nothing. Yeah, it's just like and some 
episodes like almost didn't have to have much of a storyline. Yeah. Just fucking They're just goofing around. The like, people being the people. Yeah. And that's what was well, the people kinda, being the people. <laughs> even though it's like yeah, like there's even though there's like a storyline for both High My Mother and Friends, like you can watch any episode because like Yeah, totally. You don't necessarily own, have yeah. to watch them in order. And that's why that's probably why we, we watch it. Okay, what's do your you, theory? do you want do you what's want to your, say your theory? theory? <laughs> the relationships that you see and the friendships that you see on TV, oh, yeah. you secretly wish you had them. Yeah, yeah. You secretly wish yeah. you had these close group of people yeah. that you're always in close contact mm-hmm. with and you do everything together yep. and you go home and one of your friends is sitting on your couch yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean and like you kind of wish you had that but you can't because it's not real like people not real. people grow they move they they, yeah, they have their own lives but these people they are each other's family and they're always it's in each ideal. other's faces like you want that because it's ideal you yeah know, it seems nice but it's just not realistic sometimes I know I know when I was watching friends in real time like yeah. I was younger I yeah. lived at home with my parents yeah, yeah I I remember thinking like that this was going to be real, you know, that one day I would live in an apartment with my yeah. best friend as my roommate and we would be like super tight with the two guys. Yeah. Across the hall. Like I thought that was going to be a real thing. But sometimes it's not. You know who messes that up? Chicks. What? Chicks mess that up. Chicks mess that up because chicks want to <laughs> chicks want to progress in life and that's a big pause on life. And versus guys. Right. Just like... So for example, when I was getting ready to move out a couple yeah. times, I yeah. was like, hey, my buddy Wade, I'm like, hey, Wade, you want to move out? He's like, yeah, let's get apartment together. Blah, 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 blah. Chick entered to my life. She's like, you're going to move out with Wade? Why don't you, you know, because we want to progress our relationship in this way. And if you move out with it. your buddy, that's he's, not going to happen. He's yeah. leaving out a very crucial I got another example. I got another example. I've got another example. I've got another example. Another friend of mine who's married with children. Okay. And I've always told him, even when he was married and he, and he didn't have kids yet, I'm like, you know what, dude? Why don't we combine our funds? Let's go buy a massive house up north. Yeah. I'll live in the east wing. You live in the you west live. wing. <laughs> and, you know, we'll have the pool. We'll have the, we'll have the, sure. We'll have the kitchen. We'll have our common spaces, but the house will be bigger than what you will have on your own, what I will have on our own, What's and we'll have our families, and we'll just live in separate wings. So like a we'll, semi-big house. Like semi-house, a semi-house, but a big like house. Like a communal commune. living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was all down for that, and his wife shut it down so fast. She's like, this is the <laughs> dumbest idea I've ever heard so of. His wife may have shut it down for uh, for a reason that you might not have even thought of. <laughs> yeah. she Maybe she me. doesn't like you. About. She likes me. She likes me a lot. <laughs> okay, hold on. I mean, what do you think of that? Um, okay, so uh, I six, have... Shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> One, I can hear you. Yeah. Um, no, okay. I shut do agree that it's, you know, women definitely uh, put the reality back in sometimes. I think yeah. sometimes men can get carried away, even if we're going to use an example from a sitcom, fucking Ted and <laughs> Barney and How I Met Your Mother. Whatever. Oh, we're not married? We do- Let's adopt a baby together! Oh, yeah. Let's be bros yeah, who yeah, have yeah. a baby! Yeah, a woman Sounds would say good. to them, you guys are fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah. Like, no, you're not going to do that. That is not realistic. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But, um, <laughs> but okay, so for example, yes, he's right. He was going to move in with one of his buddies uh, yeah. uh, when him and I were early in our relationship. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to move in with him. Yeah. I didn't say, oh, why are you going to move in with him and not me? What I said to him was, okay, so you're going to go from the Watch situation you're going to go from the situation <laughs> you're in where you have no privacy. Okay. I was in a situation where I had no privacy. Right. So him and I literally, we had no privacy right. because we were not living alone. Yeah. I said, and now you're going to go move in with another guy, a guy who works from home. It's like literally home all the time. Like oh, you're shit. just putting yourself back in a situation where you have yeah, no, no privacy. privacy yeah. And as much as I love this guy, 
guy. I'd say of all of Mark's friends, he's like, he's up there. I love him. Yeah. I love his wife. Like, right. I, I love him. Yeah. But he's Maybe. got a very specific type of lifestyle. Mm. And I said to Mark, I just see the two of you, like, no offense, sitting and playing video games all day long. That's like, dream. that's what I Chicks see. Chicks fuck it up. <laughs> right? Chicks that's fuck the it up. Guys, it's, like, it's what she wouldn't want from this scenario. Not yeah. what I would want from hey, this scenario. Hey, 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 hey. In my defense, I didn't say you can't. I said, is that what you want? <laughs> and his response, not mine, his response was, well, I'm either moving in with him or you're moving in with me because I'm not paying for a place on my own. Yeah, and sure. I yeah, I guess I could have said, go move in with your buddy. But I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. We'll move together. Let's go. Let's <laughs> As guys, like we just love it. It's just like it's just simple, but like the girls, they put us in place and they check. <laughs> they do sometimes, it, you know. But it can sometimes be sometimes somebody needs because to hold your hand so you can progress in life. I would have been happy in that scenario. As, my as buddy would have been happy in that scenario. Who would not have been happy in that scenario? My girlfriend yeah. and his girlfriend. But we would have been fucking happy in that scenario. <laughs> it would have been so nice and simple. And now both of you, we would have been Harold. We would have been Harold and Kumar. Oh, oh nice. and now both of you are married with kids and fucking exhausted. Imagine doing that now. Hey, yo, uh, yo, bro, do you want to still do this? I feel like right now they would probably both say, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. her and I would end up all, all by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the only thing I have, I, I have uh, the bare the bare minimum I need is like cleanliness. If my roommate's not, it's not cleaning his dishes, or he's just like fucking leaving his dishes everywhere, mm. like it's, that would piss me off. But like that's it. I just need if you're clean, we'll, we'll go mm -hmm. well together. For me, cl cleanliness is weird. Cleanliness to me, it, chaos is all about mixed textures. What do you mean mixed textures? So if there's dishes then I'm okay. If okay. there's clothes, then I'm okay. okay. If there's books and papers and magazines, then I'm okay. Really? It's when the coffee table has dishes and books oh. and clothes and mixed textures. When I'm like, this is uh, a fucking disaster. Yeah. But if it's if it's just one of these things, nah, I, get I might I be get okay it. with it. Like you don't want things cluttered, but you want like but you don't mind like a little bit of like I don't I don't mind it. It's it's a little messy. I don't mind it's lived in, but if yeah. you start mixing textures, and I'm I I'm like I'm out. I get it. It makes me it makes me want to throw up. Holy shit! How do we get all this, I know. this topic? Hold on, go ahead. Every RMT just to, <laughs> tuned out a long time ago. They're like, I, <laughs> I thought this was about massage. Though. No, no, I don't care. I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what's your uh, okay? Going back, what was your favorite experience? I don't know if I have a favorite experience yeah, because one? I don't have a good memory. It's what? it's like I've probably had a, a really good experience, but I, I can't recall. Give me a good experience then, at least. One of my good memories is working Pan Am Games. I that, was just that thinking was, that. Oh like, my gosh, yeah. you worked you were the Pan Am Games? Yeah, That's that crazy. was great. I also worked the North American Indigenous Ooh. Games, which was great because that's all about um, Indigenous uh, nations, yeah. youth athletes. Oh, okay. So that was really, really fucking cool. cool. Stuff that I've gotten excited about because i see it and i can see my life at those moments doing it which i think you should do do you have a girlfriend yeah damn it not, well, not, not damn it <laughs> should, like, do, you, do you guys want me to leave no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. like a boys talk yeah, 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 yeah. yeah uh because i saw my dream job and yeah. i got excited for people to have this dream job okay. and the dream job was I, I i was looking it was like either kijiji or craigslist or something along those lines like one of those things where it used to be reasonable to go look for a job on yeah craigslist not so much anymore but anyway it was a job in whistler and they were looking for an rmt to work at the resort okay you get paid that the posting said you got paid anywhere between 55 and 65 dollars an hour wow. you work for you work four days a week you can live on the resort for ten dollars a day 
you eat for free. And then when you're not working in those four days, you can play for free. Still open? <laughs> that, that got me excited. I, mean, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I would have never done it because I had, I had a, a girlfriend at the time yeah. and everything else. And so I was like, man, this doesn't make sense for me. Yeah. But the things like that got me excited. And I told everyone I fucking wow. knew about this job like Somebody posting. take this job. This sounds amazing. Even like, just living on the resort for $10 a day. What The maximum yeah. number of days of the month is 31. You're paying $310 in rent and you live Let's on the resort. Let's just think about like less than 500. Like that's already cheap enough. It's insane. Like nowadays, and really. you make a decent wage. That's great. You only work four of the seven days. You can play at the resort for the other three days. You eat for free. It was like a dream you free. job. Yeah, you're just taking care of. That would honestly, that sounds so ideal. I don't know. I think it's just the guy thing. We just love that. It's just like you know our own space and like just. Oh, privacy. I would have. I would have loved to do that. that. Sounds so nice. Like, oh my god, I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> so yeah, do I have memorable moments? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, because everything else just kind of feels like it's blurred into the same yeah. thing after a while. And especially even massaging for a while. So yeah. yeah. So the real only different moments were the times that I did different things, like yeah. like Pan Am, which was fun. Although that was that was that was a job job. Like every, I don't know if a lot of people know this. Like when those types of games come to town. Everyone is volunteer. Yeah. Absolutely everyone. Mm-hmm. And the only people that are not volunteer are like the medical leads. That yeah. They're the ones that are in charge of the medical staff and, they, and they're the ones that kind of find people and place them. Yeah. But the schedule was crazy. Like I was doing 12 hour days. Yeah. Like I would, I would, I would be scheduled at a venue from eight o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. It was like, it was full fucking. You're not getting paid. You're not getting paid. And it was full fucking work. But I mean. You'd love, yeah, you'd love to. I loved it. Or even like we had, I don't know if you've heard the episode, we had Jason White on. Jason White's a sport massage therapist. He's actually really big in the sport massage therapy world. Uh, I think he sits on the board for the Ontario chapter. He's also an athletic therapist and he's traveled with Canadian teams all over the world but they're not paying gigs right he doesn't get paid for that so he's got to take time off of work and everything else but when you get selected for that shit it's awesome because you get to do this dream job and work for athletes but it doesn't cost you anything like they pay for everything for you meals accommodation flight all the rest of it but you're not getting paid for it so but I mean those are experiences that you you, you can't Mm. get any other way uh, I'm on a much lower key there's three things that stand out to me as like really just positive moments in my career and it's not like there was anything spectacular it just really sticks out so one was my very the very first clinic that I worked in it was owned by three naturopathic doctors and uh, I was the first RMT they had there so it wasn't a very busy practice you know so for me every every client that I got in I was like yeah this is cool like it was just it was my first job and I was happy it was a nice place and I will never forget the one of the naturopathic doctors said that somebody called Uh I guess because they had like my bio or something and somebody called and was like super impressed with like my almost like my resume kind of thing and was like wanted to to book an appointment with me and then I met that person it was like I was so new I was like you and I I felt like this person like looked at me like like I knew so much more than I even thought I did like they it was just it was kind of like a confidence building moment too right and it was like you know I have this injury I'm a runner and this and this and like I I feel like you're the you're the therapist for me because you have your kinesiology background you have a personal training background like I feel like you're the person that can help me I mean for a quick moment I was like oh shit you're putting way too much pressure on me (laughs) but then I was like like you know what no I can fucking help you and I'm gonna figure this out and like that person became a really like regular client of mine 
line. And uh, yeah, so that was like one moment that was like really, nice. really, really awesome. And then shortly after I started working at that clinic, although I loved them and mm. I have nothing bad to say, it was very slow. And of course, yeah. I still had bills to pay. Yeah. So I um, gave them part-time hours mm. and I ended up renting a room in a chiropractic clinic that was a uh-huh. little more well-established. And I knew that working with the chiropractor, not that working the naturopaths wouldn't refer clients to me, but I felt like I'm going to get more quality referrals yeah. from the chiropractor, yeah. right? I ended up renting a space in a chiro clinic very close to the, the naturopathic clinic. And I gave her, I think, three days a week and I was giving the naturopathic clinic two days a week. Oh. And in that chiro clinic, something similar happened where I had a woman come in. She was in her early 70s. Her daughter described her as very negative. I never really saw that, yeah. but like her daughter was a client of mine as well. Yeah. And her daughter said, my mom always thinks there's something wrong. Like she's very much a hypochondriac. Like, you know, oh. when she comes to see you, she, you know, she always thinks something's wrong with her. And it was really, really fucking cool. And this stands out to me is when um, I was treating her one time and I suggested a couple of things yeah. that I thought might be causing some of these issues she was having. And I said, you know, talk to your doctor about it, but yeah. this is where I think where you need to put focus. Anyway, she came back the next week. Like, I swear to God, it was like a weight had been lifted off this woman. She really? said, I mentioned to my doctor what you said. We did some imaging. We did some tests and you were right. Oh my God. And one, just being told that I was right. I was like, woohoo. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even that. It was like she became such a different person. And then like her energy was very different. And when she would come to see me, it was much more positive. Not yeah. like I'm broken and yeah. I'm whatever. She had like such confidence in me that she was like, she like you. you are my therapist. And yeah. I, like that was really, really Put cool. You, yeah. So yeah, that was that was two of the things. I said I had three and now I'm blank on the third. Shit. Well, anyway, those two were, That's those nice. two were, and it, really nice. there was absolutely nothing spectacular about the events. It wasn't like I was doing any kind of very difficult treatment. It was just to have these two people that were like so like on board with Mm. me and it was enough to make me feel like, okay, like I got this. I know how to do this. And it was early in my career. So yeah, nothing even from much later stands out as much as those two. I remember, and that was, yeah, probably seven, eight years ago, both of those things, eight years ago. I think the stuff that stands out for me most, like is the stuff I'm doing now, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Because now... Like it's a massage or like you're... Just head. everything. Now I'm I'm totally doing everything just the way I yeah. want to. Like yeah. there is no superior, there's no clinic owner, mm-hmm. there's no anything. And, I like mm-hmm. and yeah, it I brings me so much satisfaction because everything that I'm doing now, at some point I wanted to do earlier, but someone put the kibosh on it and uh, it was always a superior so for yeah. example i wanted to do con ed courses and develop continuing education courses and when i was working at the school i proposed the idea and they wanted to take so much money out uh, of it and i'm like fuck it i'm not doing this bad. here uh, right like all of the uh, all of the marketing ideas i would bring it to the school that i or other clinics that i was working at and they're like eh, no i don't think it's going to i don't think it's a good idea and i'm now doing all of those things and they're working. Really? And I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, you right? See? And then I'm so happy now. Like you did. because I'm I just don't have like like we had someone on an entrepreneur MJ and she's like, What I love about it most, I don't have to ask anyone anything. Yeah. If I want to yeah. do something, I just fucking just do make it. Make a decision. And yeah. there's no red tape to cut through. This is kind of like the happiest moment. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, I wrote a blog about that um 
a few months back that like this is probably the most difficult time in my life in terms of every like every aspect being a mother of really young kids yeah. branching out on my own in terms yeah. of my practice being sort of the silent partner of Con Ed mm-hmm. being the wife of somebody who is a new business owner yeah. meaning that I, I don't have him at home helping out yeah. as a lot because somebody's got to be like running shit here yeah, exactly. doing the podcast all of these things I'm like it is probably the busiest time of my life but like it's not busy stressful yeah. it's busy in the sense that I'm I never stop but because it is on my own terms and I'm doing what I want to do I don't even so much mind the busy sure there's Mm -hmm. some days where I literally fall into bed yeah but it's still like a, it's like a it's a happy tired because you're not rushed you know you know there's no there's no there's no pressure from somebody exactly else. it's never a, a, you wake up you're like fuck i don't yeah. want to i don't want to do this i do want to do it because we're fucking making this shit happen yeah. like, like we exactly. made we made the shit up yeah. so i want to do it right yeah i agree because like okay like when it comes to like um like okay, there there are therapists who actually get paid like hourly versus as opposed to commission wise, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, but like as commission wise, like we're we're our own sole providers. You know what I mean? So like, it, it's nice. Like my 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 friend who uh, told me, I'm like, because I always had to ask because we have a spa manager, and like, I'm not working for my my spa. Like I guess I am, but like we're your own sole provider. Like I collect my own taxes and stuff. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. My friend told me like, yeah, you can make your own schedule, um, and you can you don't need to like they don't bother the spa managers. They don't really bother you because you're doing your own thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like I'm like oh my gosh, like I'm so free, like I'm so like I have so much control like wow right and even at the at the clinic it's just like um you just you're on your own like you know like you don't anything yeah they'll, they'll, they'll help like manage you that if you need anything or like in terms of bookings but like you're everything is on your own and it feels so nice like yeah i get it i totally i totally understand like you're yep. you're busy still but in, in on your own terms exactly you know? and, like, and i like that it's just not a lot of people get to see that because no, they're always like no. they're always stuck in a position of just like everything's timed on on else someone else and, and that's fine if yeah. if that's something you want or you need yeah. but uh, like i always i i would always tell amanda or anybody else that comes <laughs> to the door i'm fucking unemployable like yeah. I'm, I'm not happy i might get excited to be at a place because it's new yeah and then i settle into it and, and then just I'm like, just like, I'm not happy here. Not happy, I'm no. not happy doing it. And that happened to me with teaching. I did it for eight years. And really? it took, it took oh. me fucking five years to realize I'm not, you're not I'm you're not happy with not, it. It was a new experience and that was mm-hmm. fun. And then there's always new students that are coming in, oh, but yeah. it's working for people yep. and having to go to meetings that oh, someone else is running meetings, and, and listen to all the bullshit and, and being told this is what you need to do and blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, or just not giving the freedom to just do what yeah. you feel is best. And, and maybe I'm just lucky and most of the things that we end up doing end up working out to some degree but i don't like being told no i can't do something especially when i think the idea is fucking gold right that that's when i'm just like i'm out of here again it goes going it's going back to that authoritative like figure like you just don't like it you know yeah no no i don't like rules and i don't like authority too much not that we're like fucking (laughs) no (laughs) outlaws or anything which is like you just don't like it sometimes you know there has to be people like that in the world right there's got to be people who want to take direction there's got to be people who want to take initiative yeah. that like there has to be all of these people There's for everything both. to function mm-hmm. properly. So yeah, Mark's right. He's unemployable and that's, yeah. that's fine because he will continue to figure shit out and do his own thing yeah. and run the businesses and it's fine. Yeah. I can't, I can't work for him. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried and I thought I was happy. I just 
wasn't maybe i'll figure that but like i i plan on running my own clinic as well and it's like a two three year plan but like right now i'm just getting used to just like working for uh, uh like you know like different companies and then just like yeah get your feet wet experience and yeah yeah well let me ask you like yeah. we started to and you did tell us one story story of the woman who had a hot flash which wasn't a hot <laughs> flash in the short time that you've been a therapist yeah. um i want you to tell two stories one sure. the most surprising or shocking oh. thing that's ever happened other than the hot flash okay okay and the second one it was not a hot flash you got wet it was not a hot flash what uh, is it i, I don't, still don't get it it's just I, like a I don't i don't like to say thing? that <laughs> like what you turned her on yeah <laughs> but it's just like i just I, I didn't expect that really okay so one um moist let's uh, ew let's okay the, let's the start word. with what is like the most surprise other than that it's the most surprising thing that happened okay uh surprising um well okay you i hear all these stories from school and other therapists and like oh your podcast like so it helps me like kind of go like you know test the waters a little bit and like and kind of get familiarized with like, you know expect these um experiences okay mm-hmm. so one of them was um stuff like that the hot flash was like a surprising moment for me one of them was uh oh am i still getting time uh, am, am i still getting the full time on my table like that was surprising to me. like oh my god like I never expect to get these experiences until you actually experience them. Like, oh my god! Like it's, it happens more commonly than mm-hmm. than not, right? Okay. Another uh, experience was like, um, let's see. Okay, does that have to be like a good one or like a, like a, like a shocking <laughs> one? Like, like what the fuck? Any moment, anything like... you want to talk okay, about? Okay. Well, okay. I'll give you. I'll uh, going back to the positive uh, <laughs> experiences. The patient, they feel good and they feel like, oh my god, you helped me so much. Like that is such a, a such a nice feedback, and it helps me uh, as a therapist, you know, build my confidence because like you know, you're doing something, you know, and it makes me feel like shit when I'm like I haven't done it thing or like oh it's just, it's still, you know, the patient um, feed, uh, gives you feedback like oh it still hurts and it's just like shit like like am I even helping at all but like uh, again like obviously it takes more than one treatment sometimes um, so one time when I had a patient she's a really nice lady you know we're, like, we're talking and stuff and like I did some range of motion of her arm okay her shoulder and then she was having some pain and some movements okay like she can barely lift her arm above 90 degrees kind of thing shoulder abduction so then uh, I'm having a nice chat with her while I'm massaging her I'm massaging her shoulder getting you know just, just treating around the surrounding structures and then uh, after the treatment um, I'm, I'm getting used to more doing more reassessment just to see mm-hmm. where they are and then she could it was a crazy like it it blew my mind seeing the, the results like she could move her arm freely she's like oh my god no pain like you fixed me oh my gosh so that right there like it just helps me so much you know it, it just boosts my uh, my confidence and like uh, my it just helps me build yeah, just, again just confidence kind of thing it just made me feel really nice and I'm like oh my god like I, I helped you out you know like I did something all right, right? So you've had some good experiences, yeah. some weird ones. Again, aside from the hot flash one, because I don't know if you're going to be able to top that. But have, <laughs> is, is there anything? I have some, yeah. Oh, is yeah, there for any sure, for very sure. awkward? Okay. Oh, man. okay. So like, uh, nothing crazy. Okay, like uh, some of your stories I hear, like I think they're so funny. Like uh, my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That story always kills me. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, my <laughs> shoes. some people like it's so weird to me. Like, my shoes. It's so, <laughs> it's so true. When like when you're talking to them and you're instructing them like how to get on the table, what to take off, you know, how to lie on the table, your back or on your stomach. Like, you're telling them, and, and you're you're obviously assuming they're listening. Like, why not, right? Why why wouldn't they be listening? By the way, never assume they're listening. Oh, they're not I listening. know. I they're learned that the hard listening. way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I come back. Okay. So like, it's happened actually. Like. 
a few days ago, okay? So this is like only my second week of working at the new clinic, okay? My, my patient, client, I don't know what the fuck it is, patient, whatever. I'm just gonna stick with patient, okay? So um, <laughs> he's very comfortable, okay? Three three things, okay? So uh, I'm like, oh yeah, sure, you, you know how it is. I'm gonna get, you just get under these two sheets, remove ones from which you're comfortable with, okay? Do you have any questions for me? No, okay, I'm just gonna wash my hands, I'll be right back and, I, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you know when I come back in, okay? I knock on the door, I'm like, hey, um, can I come back in? And she's like, yeah, I come back in. This guy's like, not just half naked, this guy's three quarters naked. Like, I don't even know how to explain that. Like, I didn't see his. his no, you better explain that. <laughs> I didn't see his. Um... Three quarters to me means I'm wearing only one. <laughs> I'm wearing only one sock. Okay, no, 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 that's because no, no, you no. don't wear enough clothes. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm talking about like um... that sock is like on my. No, on my, so you didn't. You didn't see the balls. junk. He had I didn't see on? his piece. All right, let's just remember that. Okay, All but right. I saw like his. <sighs> Cubes, like fuck, like just like just shrubs of it. I'm like, what? It's short and curly. Like, first yeah. of all, I think, <laughs> yeah, it was just like, whoa, hold on. First of all, I get it. You know, some some immigrants like they're just comfortable. Like as as like as Western Americans, like we were obviously more we're censored. Yeah, like we're just like, whoa, don't show me that and stuff. I get it. But versus like you know, there's like immigrants who are just comfortable. Whoa, don't show me that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't want to see that. Like they don't want to stand like as like registered massage therapists. You know, like we have standards. You know, we have we can't like you just like look at you naked. We can't see you naked. We gotta, like drape you and all that stuff. But some people are comfortable, or some people they just don't know it. So mm-hmm. this guy is just like you know half like, ass out. Like you know just like he didn't show his his, his thing but like, he, like the pubes and I was just like I did, I did a double take I'm like whoa right and I'm like um I had to like look away because I'm like <laughs> one like I'm like you know, yeah, I get it. You're comfortable. And two, like, I don't, I don't want you to feel embarrassed. I don't like thinking feel, feel, people feel embarrassed. Like, you know, like, if someone does something something embarrassed, like, I won't, I won't like, call you out. Like, so, wait, 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 wait. If I had something stuck in my teeth, you wouldn't tell me about it? Oh, no, 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 no. If I was comfortable with you, yeah. Like, but if I don't know you, I'm like, okay, I could be like, hey, yo, bro, uh, you got just wondering. Just you got a little spinach in your teeth or something like that. But, yeah. like, it, obviously, it's, it's, if you know someone like, and they tell you that, like, it's not. Oh, I appreciate that. I think you should. Yeah. Oh, if I had something in my teeth and I went home and found something in my teeth, I would oh. think about every motherfucker I talked to. Yeah. Day, I'm like, blacklist. Wow. What the fuck? It's just like, or- how would you let me go through the day like this? Do you know how uncomfortable it is for me <laughs> it is. to look at you with yeah. something in your teeth? But right? you, so it's- don't be so selfish and to think <laughs> I let you walk around all day with something stuck you in your teeth. Think about me oh, having to happened. sit there and it's look at happened. you with something stuck <laughs> in your teeth. Okay. Well, would you well, rather? I don't think that would happen very often to me because I'm a I'm a teeth checker. Like, okay. Yeah. Same frequently yeah. throughout the day, I like every time I pass a mirror, I'm looking like, oh, clean, clean. Sorry, I completely um, cut you off on that. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm used well, to that. Would you rather have like something stuck in your teeth or like a booger just hanging out? Like That also I feel like would would probably not happen to me. Really? Because <laughs> there was another, speaking of sitcoms, there was another show that used to be on called Cougar Town with Courtney Cox. <gasps> and I used to watch it. She had like a routine in the morning and part of that routine was always to check her nose. Oh. Like make sure that there are no yeah. strays. I swear to God, my entire <laughs> life, that's always been important. Really? I'm like, you know, make sure there's nothing, yeah. nothing hanging out of my nose because that's gross. Really? That's uncomfortable. I don't want to have to tell it's someone crazy. like you got a booger in your nose. Yeah, like, and like when your friends, like yeah, obviously they're friends that you know they'll look. It's nice of them to call you up, but like man, my friends were just savages. They were just like man, you got something in your nose, and they're just they would just like fucking talk shit all the time. <laughs> Fuck man, you guys are. <laughs> all right, sorry, sorry. You were talking. Oh, about right, right. You okay. talked about doing a double take. Oh man, so yeah, so one like yeah, I don't want you to feel embarrassed, but two like you gotta be nice and stuff. Three. It's just like fuck. My license is gonna get revoked. You know what I mean? It's just like shit. So like, wait, okay, let me just clarify. Was yeah. he standing in the middle of the room? No, this guy is just like I, I love the guy already. He's such a nice guy. I've seen him twice. Like I'm seeing him more than like he's a returning patient. So like that's already like a nice thing for me. I'm used to it. But this guy's just like fucking sidelining and it's just like 
ass hanging out and it just just right there like his jeans were still on i couldn't i couldn't do a sideline drape because his jeans were still on but they were like off his waist and it was just like okay was so like, he was right? he was laying on the side because i assume <laughs> yeah. you're going to be treating structures of his head i was doing sideline yeah his ass was out his jeans were <laughs> yeah. pulled down enough for you to see his pubes yeah, but not like, his penis sorry <laughs> he said his jeans were down enough for mm. you to see his pubes but yeah. not his penis no not his penis no and i was just but like, he what? did not have the sheet on he literally like just like yeah. took his ass out for like you to his, treat his, okay. the, the blankets or the, sh- the drapes were like just as low as his jeans were like around his knee height and I was just like like man I'm like okay wait I'm just gonna drape you. I gotta look away while I'm draping so I'm just, I'm, oh yeah it's so crazy I'm like are you not aware of what's going on again like it's a different a difference of culture as well like have you had somebody yet because this will happen yeah, I promise I'm scared when you what? are because they know what to expect right okay. so if you have somebody on the table and they're disrobed e- even you know either they're naked they have underwear on yeah, whatever yeah. and they know that the next step is that you're gonna turn them over have you had somebody yet who decides just to go do it themselves and they expose themselves no 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 that will yet. happen I, no not yet I don't know why they can't just wait because my clients know mm. what's cut co- like they know what I'm going to do mm-hmm. they know I'm going to hold the sheet mm-hmm. so yeah. they can comfortably turn over without anything falling out <laughs> yet they still decide as I'm you know maybe going to put like you know let's say I was using heat I'm going to put the heat away and yeah. they decide to take it upon themselves to turn over and then I turn back around and there's like a nipple hanging out I'm like come on oh, no I've never had like a nipple nip slip but maybe for guys like maybe like the blanket is just like a little bit lower when they're on their uh, their back and stuff you know supine position but like no I'm really like I have a lot of guy uh, male clients who what? intentionally pull the sheet down like they want their chest and abdomen out because I don't know if they get hot or whatever and I will continuously like I (laughs) it's like I fight them like I'll put it back up and and they pull it back down down. and then I put it back and they pull it back down they're comfortable I guess maybe you know because like there are people who are just comfortable like yeah whatever like but it's just like you know now with that new rule if we gotta like sign like the sensitive sensitive uh, consent kind of thing yeah I I get that Um, there was a point there was one uh, patient I had like I was so confused because like before I could I told him you know before you get on the table blah 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 give him the spiel okay and this guy's like zipper is just undone already I'm like did I tell him before or was he just unzipped already like I was just confused I'm like, okay, <laughs> what's going on like you like yo we just wait alright just wait or like some people who just, some patients they don't listen so like I, you know I tell them again I give them the whole spiel get on the two sheets uh, you're gonna get removed as much as clothing you want okay I come back and this guy's just fully closed just sitting down I'm like oh you're supposed to get on the sheets like oh yeah like, you want to take out my clothes I'm like, I'm like yeah then like I just say that like <laughs> not taking up more time like I feel bad but like yeah, like on, I man. said like, they're not they listening. don't know they're not listening they're not listening and I'm just oh, it's just so surprising to me I'm like just you know. I have this one client she's actually um like sort of a friend as well yeah. and um every time she comes in she'll tell me what she wants to work on yeah. but yet I come in the room and she's always in the wrong position like <laughs> if I say to her like you know get on the table face down but yeah. whatever I'll come in and she's face up if oh I tell her face up she's face like Always, always, always the wrong way. I'm like, is this a game to they, you? They don't listen. <laughs> they don't listen. I'm just like, it's just so simple. <laughs> just yeah. So I end up turning My her shoes. every time. <laughs> My shoes. What do you do? Shoes. Like, what do you do with that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have had a client get on the table with his shoes on. Okay, um, right. So I had this guy. He was brand new to treat. Actually, everything from start to finish with this client was strange. He came in. Um, his girlfriend had been a regular of mine for okay. a while. Okay. And was she he a hockey goalie? Him. He was not a hockey goalie. <laughs> not an athlete whatsoever. An IT guy, like sat at a computer most yeah. of the day. Really not fantastic posture mm-hmm. for such a young guy. Okay. Um, which is why his girlfriend was pushing him to come in. Because yeah. she's like, you've got like a hunchback and you're 30, right? So, oh, shit. Anyway, I met 
the guy. He seemed nice enough. A little awkward. And when I say awkward, you know how some people it's just it's not easy to have like a smooth conversation with. Like it, it's just one reply. It, it's awkward. Yeah. Like so he was a, he was a little awkward, yeah. but that's fine because we don't need to speak yeah. at all, right? So, yeah. but we do need to speak when I'm doing the intake. So yeah. I'm trying to ask him questions. I don't feel like I'm getting the answer. Like it's like he just wants to talk, and so he's not letting me ask my questions because he's just talking. Oh, and I'm like, okay. well, okay, there's specific information I'm trying to get from you. You know, like like chill with the talking. Yeah. So <laughs> shut up, yo. <laughs> I, I finally get through everything. I explain to him what's going to happen. So he's this is a first time massage yeah. for this guy, right? So I'm explaining to him everything. Like yeah. I mean, I did the most thorough, wow. informed consent possible yeah. because this is a first timer, right? Yeah. And so I tell him now I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to wash my hands. Yeah. You know the whole thing, and you will get undressed to your level of mm, comfort. Yeah underneath the top sheet and blanket in this position, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I leave to wash my hands. I come back. I knock on the door. He says, come in. I open the door. He's on top of the sheets. His jeans are still on, which is fine because um, we were working on a shoulder and neck issue anyway, and he didn't want any lower body treatment. So the jeans on is not strange, but he's on top of the blanket even. So he's on top of everything um, on his stomach, but like propped up on his elbows and his jeans are still on. And uh, I was like, okay, sure. Like obviously didn't listen to anything I said. So I'm trying to, you know, trying to get him in the the position that I need him to be in. And then um, at the time I had like a really wide variety of music. And so I would ask my clients like what type of music they preferred. So I could give them a playlist that suited them. So I said to him, okay, like what type of music would you prefer? He's like, if it's okay with you, I would like no music. I want to really focus on what we're doing here. Just the way he worded it. I don't know if I said it right, but just the way he worded it made me like very uncomfortable all of a sudden. I was like, I suddenly became very aware of my breathing yeah like oh. am I breathing too loud because it's so silent in here oh my god! and he wanted me to sort of explain to him step by step everything I was doing so I was like okay so I was like trying to explain to him what structures I was working on and why and what different things were and yeah. anyway it was oh my uh gosh what what uh sorry I started this whole thing to say not only did he have his jeans he had his shoes on sorry that was where the, I, <laughs> I totally got lost in remembering this client he had his like big clunky boots on my table and I was like and I even said to him I'm like do you want to take your boots I mean he just he was still in his jeans right I said do you want to take your boots off to be more comfortable he's like no thanks like that's okay that's weird cool nobody's asking you you sleep in your boots what it's happened before you had okay I felt like drunk like just blackout yeah whatever but like we went camping one time and he didn't take his boots off for the entire weekend are you serious yeah your feet must have stunk up (laughs) no actually not at all Really? No, feet, I mean, my, like, I don't know. If it was. My feet rarely smell. Oh, that's good. You don't have, like, feet odor? No, no, you really don't. don't. I can attest to yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah, we went camping, and uh, it was three days I, I didn't take my boots off. Slept in them. Do you have and, socks at least? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, 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 I always wear socks with shoes. Whenever. Oh, my gosh. And then there was a couple times when I was uh, when I was teaching or whatever the yeah. case was. I was in a hotel, and my buddy, and he was actually really funny because we were doing something for the school, so we had to go to Ottawa to go to these <laughs> meetings, and we went. We went out one night, met up with one of his friends, and I KO'd on the bed, oh, like shit. in all of my clothes, my shoes, the wor- <laughs> my boots, the works. I look over the next morning, this guy's like lying perfectly straight, perfectly straight. blanket, sheets like right under his neck. Like oh, I'm like so you, funny. we we Man. we we do this completely different. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are totally opposite. This guy's like, just like he's in pajamas. Wow, <laughs> like you brought you brought pajamas, dude. <laughs> like <laughs> honestly, I, like, I slept in my fucking guy, clothes. Like, we just wear shirts, shorts, whatever. Like you know. <laughs> pajamas like I think it's just an extra step I don't need extra clothes I would like to take a poll one time how many men 
wear pajamas. That's I'd be interested in that. I feel like women, a lot of women wear like full-blown yeah, pajamas. Yeah, I don't really. I'm hot when I sleep. <laughs> He's like, yeah. do I have, No, no, no. Like, I, I'm <laughs> You're hot just about when to I ask, sleep. what do you wear to I don't, sleep? So I don't, you realize, I don't put shit, on... that sounds weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's the unprofessional hour. Um, <laughs> I'm hot when I sleep. So yeah, I, I typically oh, will gosh. put on like a tank top and yeah. shorts. Yeah. And so if I have those in pajama form, fine. But... I will put on any comfortable like tank yeah. top and shorts to yeah. sleep. It doesn't have to be pajamas. Yeah, for like I don't know, as a guy thing, like a lot of guys like we just wear like just our boxes and a shirt. When people yeah. actually have like an outfit for like like that's just too much. But like I see people like wear pajama pants. Like I get it, you know, like it's, it gets cold to like you want your like legs to be like fully covered. But like I have some pajama pants. Yeah, yeah. I have like one pair. Like whatever. Like but it's just <laughs> it's just quick and easy when you just wear. It. Like I know Mark probably just it's just chill. It's just like <laughs> what you wear like just a shirt and shorts. No, I'm box. laughing. I should I should what? I should pull a Barney Stinson and get like a, oh, a silk oh, a, a silk pajama, pajama suit. suit. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's too much. You don't need to look good sleeping. Like whatever. <laughs> What oh do you sleep God. in? Basketball shorts. Yeah. You usually sleep in basketball yeah, shorts. Part, yeah. yeah. It's just so much more comfy. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Plus, I have a fan on like all year long. Yes. You just, I just need Yes. It, like, Even if I'm not hot, I don't know. It's something that helps me sleep. Yeah. I don't know if it's the combination of the white noise, the air. Like, I just, I, I like having the fan on. I'm a fan of the fan. <laughs> I, I, the fan is just, I, it's just needed. Like, I get hot easily. And like, I, I take out the blanket and when it gets cool again. Do you get hot doing treatment then? A little bit. Well, okay. It depends on like, well, you know when, when in terms of pressure like have you guys ever had a, like just uh, treating someone and then you're just fucking like you're putting in work you know what I mean like you're sweating have you ever had that I've had that but not because of stuff I was doing physically though oh okay then what do you mean like, I've had that just because maybe I'm thinking too much or maybe I feel stressed about something mm-hmm. or maybe I just don't like the person I'm dealing with yeah. or, or whatever the case is But didn't you used to work in a clinic that had like a really weird like ventilation system because I know I oh, I had shit. that experience where I worked in a really tiny room and it would get crazy hot. Like I remember one time and I'm not remembering now which clinic it was. You sending me a screenshot of the thermostat and it was like 83 degrees in your room. It was disgusting. Like, oh. Yeah, because the this clinic was quite large, so they had a thermostat for the front where the reception is. They had a separate thermostat for the chiropractic area. Okay. They had a separate thermostat for the physio area. And <laughs> actually, the physio and massage share the same area. Oh, So the physio is not really being overly active yeah. at that particular place. So they had the temperature set a certain way, but we're also on the same system as yeah. for the massage therapy. And it was just always way too fucking hot. Mm-hmm. It was insane. It was really, really. That's the only bad. time I would really sweat while I was treating. Like yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm ever working that hard. Yeah. That sounds horrible. I'm not really working that hard. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I don't think I've ever actually. Yeah, like Mark said, I don't think it's ever been because of something I was doing physically. Like for example, I treat somebody right now who's um, he's like a bigger guy and he's okay. he's uh like trying to do like a bodybuilding competition. Okay. So, I mean, he's, he he's not small. And when I'm working and trying to like mobilize his hip joints and oh. stuff, like it's, it's work, but I'm not like sweating yeah. doing it. Like I try to find a way, like, I mean, look at my, I, for not such a small person, I have very tiny hands. Yeah. So trying, I have very small hands. Yeah. So trying to like, yeah, do like joint mobilizations in his hip and stuff. It can be strenuous, but I'm never really like sweating doing I've, it. I've pulled a full on sweat moment 
one time when I was in school, it was student clinic, and it was like my first student clinic shift, and I had this younger girl, and I'm pretty sure she was a stripper because <laughs> on her health history <laughs> form, oh, on her health history form, she put down that she was a dancer, and then when she started to describe her mechanism of injury, it involved <laughs> it involved a pole, and so that's why I was like, are you are you like a stripper? You're an exotic right? dancer, right? Exactly. Like I mean, that, could she have been a a, a ballet dancer? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea, but I was sweating profusely really? through that treatment. I oh. don't know why. To Strippers the, make you nervous? To the point. Freaking <laughs> 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 first student clinic shift. Anyway, to the point where when she rebooked with me the next week, oh wow, she came in with a headband. Yeah. She came in with a Nike sweatband for me. Oh, headband. for you. Here, you she might want to use this. Oh, how embarrassing for you. you. She knew you were to put in work. Like, you're, were you shaking? Like, just like. No, I wasn't shaking, uh, but I was just like, yeah, I was dripping sweat. Oh, my oh gosh. My and the second God. time that happened to me was also student clinic. It was it was my second shift ever, and I was massaging one of the senior students. Oh. And I swear to God, boop. Landed really? on her back. Oh, that's uh, that happened to me. But I was the back. patient. When, oh, did you guys um, know? Like... So it was uh, a student clinic. I was a student. Yeah. It was a student clinic shift, and one of uh, myself and one of the other guys, our our patients canceled. So okay. the clinic supervisor said, "Okay, like you are going to treat Amanda." So okay. she wanted me to be the client. Yeah. And I think there at the time there was these forms you had to fill out as the client. Like I, I, it was it was still the health history's consent form? No, like there was something I had to fill out as the client to like give feedback to the therapist. Oh, okay. Because okay. it was student clinic, yeah. right? So anyway, I'm on the table and it was a, a male therapist and I felt it. I knew it. Oh like God. on Ew. the back of my neck, oh. I felt a drip. And when I was um, uh, supine and could see him, I mean, he was sweating. Just sweating, right? And I was like, oh my God. Like he just sweat on me. I was oh. so disgusted by it. Like, you don't want to tell him? So when I was filling out the form, yeah. I like literally considered it, but I'm like, no, like I don't, oh, I can't do that. But yeah, he, he drips sweat, sweat on me. I sweat doesn't bother me though. Like, it as doesn't a, bother as a me course, now. Bother me. Like I've had many clients that I've had to treat and Sweaty. I mean, it's, it's yeah. gross a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Gross. Like it's gross when they're gross. really slick. Have you ever, but it's, it's have not you ever a big worked deal. like a marathon or something? Yes. No, no. Those, yes. Are, the, those yes. are the fucking worst they're, because they're you're there sweaty. at the end. I swear to God, someone gets on your table and it's like pushing down on a wet sponge. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I can kind of, I so that's what I mean. Yeah. Like you get to a point where it doesn't bother you, but like yeah. just having, because I was, you know, I was prone at the time, like having this image of like a bead of sweat, like falling off his Fuck. nose and onto my neck. I was like, Ugh. That's like, like <laughs> yeah, that's gross. That's gross. I was, I, would, gro I was grossed out. I'd be like, oh, that would just bother me a little bit. But yeah, I've had clients who are like really, so I used to treat this one guy when I, I worked midtown and he lived not super far from the clinic. And so he would often like walk to the clinic. And so on, you know, a 30, 31 degree day, he would get there and he would actually say to me, he's like, sorry, I'm a little slick today. Fuck. And as soon as I'd start <laughs> treating him, I was like, oh, dude, just, I got to towel you off a little bit because I can't, like, it like I've got no traction here. I'm just, I'm just sliding Like you don't even you. need lubricant. You're like, he's already lubed up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's a little gross, but it comes with the territory. But right? that is so, gross because then gross. you just feel the, it's not even the sweat that makes me feel gross. It's the heat that just emits oh, yeah. from some Somebody. It's like they have this cloud around them that is yeah. as soon as you're close enough to them, it's like the atmosphere changes. You can feel it's the like warm hot air. <laughs> that 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 makes me feel. I had two inside. female clients um, who were always like, I guess they were just people that are hot more often than not. 
Um, one was younger and one was older. Okay. And the two of them were head sweaters. Like they always, always, always had sweaty heads. We're looking oh. like, what the fuck's a head sweater? <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, hold on, what is they, that? Well, because I mean, like for example, how you were saying your feet don't normally sweat. Yeah. A lot of people being in oh, boots no, my for feet three days, sweat, their feet would be smell. like soaked and sweaty, right? Oh. So these two women, um, they just, I guess that was like where they sweat from yeah. a lot, their heads. So every time almost that they came in, they had like sweaty heads and it would... It would kind of gross me out a little bit because it was like, I, I don't know. Oh, fuck. What is smell? Like, that would bother me. Um, one of them, so. I'm fairly certain, like, I, she was very lovely, but I'm fairly certain she didn't um, shower as regularly as one would hope. Like that one you had, the the hippie that you, you massaged, the one that goes to the gardens and like, just sweats. Remember that? That's one of them I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, she was such a, such a <laughs> nice person. But like I would get a little bit squeamish, like having to treat yeah. her because I didn't feel that she was like the cleanest person, yeah, yeah, and she was yeah. always sweating from her head. And because she was Nasty. super into gardening, <laughs> like her hands would be black and full of dirt. And I was like, How is that Ugh. even possible? Like, don't you have any courtesy? Just like you're seeing your your, your therapist. Like my uh, when I used to practice on my friends, like they would take a shower before, and I'm like, oh my god, so so nice, right? But like, no, this woman was free, man. Just fucking. She wasn't. She wasn't hands. concerned oh. about what I thought. She was free. She's like, I'm going to get my therapy, and mm. I don't care. Like she would literally I come in that. straight from her garden. That's nasty. It's yeah, just like, yeah. oh, that's fucking nasty. I, I that's would. funny that you remember that because yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. She was the the older one. The younger one um, was probably not much older than myself. Yeah. And like at the time that I was treating her, I was probably in my late twenties. And um, I don't think that she didn't shower. I think she was just a person who sweat a lot. And she yeah. always had a sweaty head. There are people like that. Always yeah. had a sweaty head. And oh. it was fine. But it's like, you know, she wanted like the scalp massage and whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, your wet, sweaty it's hair so... is sticking to my finger. <laughs> okay. Honestly, like, that, that comes to a point. It's like, all right, I'm going to get a towel. I'm going to wipe off a little bit. Like I would wipe off like um, the, the massage gel after I massage their back. And then like I would move on to the legs. But like I would wipe them off because it's just like a courteous thing. And like if I was a client, you know, and like I get massage and they got all this lube on me like I don't I don't want it on me so like the bare minimum just wipe it off for me like so that's why like I feel like patients would want that right but like fucking sweat and shit coming in like I would piss I had off. one client uh, he was a bigger dude um, he, he was some sort of mechanic okay. and uh, he was super awesome like I treated yeah. him for a long time only recently stopped because he moved out of the city and uh, he would request that I would leave extra towels for him so he could wipe down after which I always did yeah, so okay. I, I came to know like I would just leave towels for him um a combination of like you said the whatever oil or lotion I was using he'd want to yeah. wipe it off and because he was kind of a sweatier guy mm-hmm. um, but he was so sweet and courteous that when he got off the table I guess because the sheets would be kind of sweaty yeah. he literally would strip his own table no matter how many times I said to him like you don't have to yeah, do you that don't have to. he would get off the table and he'd strip the sheets and wow. put them in my laundry for me because he didn't want me touching the sweaty sheets Aww. he was just in what do you mean like the whole sheets were like that's so, so fucking weird shit. you just touched his whole sweaty body yeah. and he's now so he's like I don't want you to touch the sweaty sheets <laughs> no, he would, he I mean, like, sheet. it's nice, but well, like... I, I mean, it's not like he can help the fact that he's sweating, yeah. and so he's not yeah. going to not come for his massage. Um, but at the end, he would take the sheets off because they were rather sweaty. And I always told him, "You don't have to do that, dude. Mm. It's fine. Like part of my job. It doesn't gross yeah. me out." But every time he'd strip the sheets, I appreciate because, like, well, he just saved a step. <laughs> well, like you said, I just I I appreciate it because I knew it was coming from a place of he was just being courteous. So I was yeah, like, "Cool, cool, nice. thanks." I mean, okay, for me, I've never. Okay, there's only like a few moments in my life where, or in my as my in my career that like I've had to put so much work down to a point I'm sweating. Okay, so going back, so I was treating this this small small girl, like tinier than me, girl. Okay, and then um, I was massaging her, and like 
I got in trouble for, for this shit. It wasn't even my fault, okay? So, like, I'm massaging this girl. And she's like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm a stripper, too. So, I was like, oh, okay, too. Like, what do you say to that? What do you say to that? Like, I don't want... You can't be unprofessional about it. But, like, if they talked about it, like, what do you do? Like, you, you can, you're you not, not going to just, like, dismiss I, I want to hear what happened before I say what I would do. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, like, okay. So, like... Basically, she was telling to say that, and then uh, I'm like, "Oh, I'm just talking about it because she brought it up." You know, it's like, "Oh, I should wore I should have worn my nicer bra," and I'm like, "What the hell is that supposed to mean, right?" Like, I was just confused mm. and shit, right? So, it just surprised me. Um, it's, it was a learning moment when, like, a small girl, like, it, um, people tolerate pressure in, uh, differently, right? So, like, this small girl, like, she could handle so much pressure to a point where, like, I'm pretty confident of like, how much pressure I can apply. Okay, if you want more, I can do more. If you want less, I can do less. Okay, mm-hmm. so at this point where, like, I'm 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 pressing, I'm using my body weight, I'm using my muscle, just press in and at to a point i'm shaking i'm like how's that she's like oh yeah i can feel it and i'm like are you sure i'm just like shaking i'm like wow it's so i never like thought i'd be able to like um put them up i ever need to put that much pressure okay so then now when i'm working as an rmt and stuff rather than school i haven't had that experience in a long time so there's a patient i had where it was so i applied so much pressure because she can handle a lot and she was she was bigger than me so that was a learning moment where like you know the difference doesn't matter what size you are. It's just how much you can handle. Mm-hmm. But this one was so much pressure. Right? I was applying so much pressure that, like, I was about, I was like leaning in. I was using my body weight to a point where, like, I was about to put my feet on the wall to use the wall surface, just kind of press in more. Like, it was, it was just like wow. Like, but I, I hit the amount of pressure, but it was just like, I'm, I'm starting to get moist. You know, I'm, and yeah. I sweat a lot, so it was. Definitely a crazy moment, like wow. So, wow. what did you get in trouble for? I was still oh, so yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so after I done my massage treatment, you know, they, uh, in in school they give you more time to to write your notes because you're still learning and stuff. Because they give you like a, a good half an hour. I'm writing my notes, and then my teacher's like, uh, "Hey, uh, uh, Vince, can I, can I see you?" I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, right? Like, what's going to happen, right? And he's like, "Yeah, like you know, you gotta keep it professional. And you gotta like, you know, you know, I think you should. Uh, you definitely you should see another patient and shit." And I was like, "What the hell?" Like, I didn't even bring it up, right? She was talking about the, you know, her how she was a stripper. Oh, she because was because the conversation. Yeah, it was just like inappropriate, right? And I'm like, okay. but I'm not, I don't know, like, what do you do in that moment? Like, because you can't just dismiss it, like, because they did say it, they only brought it up, and I guess they want to talk about that, like, I don't know, right? But then, like, for me, it's just like, I'm cool with whatever you talk about, because, like, I'm your therapist, and obviously there's, like, a therapeutical kind of uh, vibe, because like, you're, you're the therapist, right? You're, you're there to treat them physically, but they're, you're to listen. And yeah, that, that might be more because if it was, like, a, a, student clinic yeah, type of thing yeah. and you don't have hard walled rooms and, and just, other people yeah, can hear the conversation by a, a curtain so like obviously everybody will hear you know, so that so that awkward. might have been more of uh, the caution yeah. for that yeah and that's probably like okay well it's as stereotypical as a male RMT yeah like it's just like a inappropriate but like another experience where I got like I, I got not in trouble but like I got some conflict as a male RMT okay I'm going to I'm going to the front of the, de- the desk and sh- uh, and I'm here to meet my next patient and he was like a, a male Okay. And the male was just like, all right, man, no offense, but like, I don't want to be treated by a male therapist. I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. You know, like, I get it. I understand it. I'm not offended by it. I'm really not. But since it was like a learning facility, like, you kind of have to be treated by me because you can't pick like which therapist you want. Okay. But the, the, the patient was just, was not insisting. He was just not cooperating. He's like, no, like, so then I, to a point where like my, my instructor would be like, well, this is a learning facility. You have to understand that like, you know, we, all these like students, they have to be exposed to different types of patients and different types of like conditions and whatever. Right. And then uh, to a point where this guy was so like, he was being more than rude. He was just like to a point where my, my, my teacher would be like, all right, just, uh, if he's still here, just call security. I'm like, what the, 
hell? Like, is it that serious? Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, but I guess it is, right? Have you ever had that? Like, to a point where it's just like, all right, we got to kick them out. Or like, we got to... Like, In student clinic, yeah. Student clinic, yeah. right? Yeah. As a supervisor, yeah. But as a supervisor, I never took any shit as a supervisor. Yeah. Yeah. If someone I had to is... have an awkward conversation as a supervisor. Yeah? yeah. What do you mean? Like, what happened? Same scenario. A Same guy scenario? who only would see the female therapist. Okay. Um, which I actually didn't have an, an issue with, to be honest with you, because that, that happens... Once you're like practicing as well, there's certain people that have the preference of male or female therapists. So I didn't so much have a problem with that. He only wanted to see female therapists. I had a problem when my female therapists were then coming back to me and saying that they were creeped out by him. Then I had to have the conversation with him like, no. Um, So this particular guy um, was seeing one female therapist. She didn't want to see him anymore. Like she didn't want to treat him anymore because she got like a creepy vibe. I'm like, cool. Um, But he didn't actually do anything. She was like, he didn't actually do anything. Like this is my own feel. And I was like, okay, well, either way you've seen him a few times let's put him with somebody else and see what happens he went to another female and she reported the same thing so i was like you know what i gotta put him with the dudes and see what happens and so i tried to book him with a guy he tried to put up a fuss and i said listen all the all the female therapists are booked it's this or nothing and he ended up going with that guy and funny enough um he stayed with that guy like he would he would every time he came back to student clinic he would request this one guy because he actually enjoyed the treatment it was just his own mentality of like i I don't want a guy therapist and once he did he was fine and on top of that maybe he wasn't even giving off a creepy vibe maybe that person perceived it as creepy and then the conversations happen between the students and so the next person's like oh yeah he was creepy with me too yeah for sure probably wasn't fucking i mean like I said, the first one did admit he didn't do anything. He didn't yeah. say anything inappropriate. It was just like, I'm getting a weird vibe. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, but anyway, um, but I did have another guy who same thing. He only wanted to see females and again, not such a big issue until it was an issue for the students. Oh. And so I had to have this conversation with him and he was adamant about, I will only see a female. And I said, okay, fine. Um, but you can't book with the same therapist every week yeah, you know yeah, this is yeah, a learning facility yeah. you have to book with different people and if I, you know if one of the therapists tells me that there's anything inappropriate like I am going to have to ask you not to come back and he Simple. he wasn't inappropriate I don't even think he was meaning to be from the beginning yeah. he was an older guy but he had a bad habit of calling all the girls sweetheart and you know things like that and Aww. they didn't like that and I was like it's you know just watch your language yeah you know yeah, you... I'm not honey I'm not sweetheart yeah. like no yeah I get it I get it <laughs> it's not all creepy yeah we should we should probably end on a nice note. Yeah, we should well, end on a nice note, don't okay. you think? Okay, well, what's a nice one? End on a nice yeah. note. Yeah, you win the lottery tomorrow, sir. That's a nice note. What do you mean? If you win the lottery tomorrow, <sighs> I don't do the lottery. Do you? I do you? Okay, let's say you did. Let's say you won the lottery tomorrow. Oh, speaking. Do of you asking. continue? To practice, what do you or are you are you out? I'm gonna practice just less because I do I do like the profession. You know, this is what I came in and like <laughs> I like the. The, uh, the ability to be free and massage like on your own terms and like it's good pay and but like obviously if you're in the lottery like well I don't want to be stupid with it I'm going to be I'm going to invest I'm going <laughs> to save and shit but I thought about what you guys said before when you, if you guys won the lottery and like if you so Mark would have that idea of you know just having a house in every country like you know it's just the exact same layout same furniture and I was like oh my gosh that is the best fucking idea ever I'm like yo that's really, that's right? so nice I'm like I would do the same honestly like I'm gonna go home different why what is there a problem like I don't okay it's but it, brilliant it's brilliant I don't know maybe it's just I think she's thing, I think she's it, laughing because you're the only person that has ever so, agreed so that like, it's brilliant of that? I'm like oh my gosh that's so like why not why not you're you just in what? a different country Ex- exactly who <laughs> thinks of that <laughs> I can't tell that? you how many times a day I just look at Mark and I say 
Sometimes I want to take a walk in your brain. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be Although I, I think I think I might be I might be <laughs> frightened to see what's in there. It'd be so surprising, but I think it's such a good idea. <laughs> you're in another you're in another country, and then what, what else did you do? Just, uh, would you ever wake up though and just you'd wake up and be confused? What city am I in? Because everything uh, oh, yeah. looks. I never thought okay that. because I'm just at it's home. It's okay because I'm at home. I'm at home. <laughs> what definitely surprises me when you said. Um, all the foods were the same. I'm like, what? Okay, yeah, I can yeah. understand like food is whatever, but like a difference between like, a peanut butter sandwich and like a five star like steak or meal. I'm like, you don't see that as like uh, anything different? It's just the same? It's calories. Oh my, it's calories. Yeah, but it's just like the amount of work and you know, the, the types of like, mixture of ingredients. It's just just but, calories. Like- <laughs> and the funny thing is, I really enjoy cooking shows. Yeah, like yeah, I I never actually put those two together. You do really enjoy cooking shows, but yet you don't like. And actually, you sometimes say to me, "I don't understand food, people." (laughs) Like we'll be watching something, and somebody is like so over the top passionate about food, you know, about oh this flavor, and you know, I like the crunchiness with the this and this, and he's like, "I don't get it," and I'm like, "Just relate it to music," because sometimes I watch music documentaries with him, Mm -hmm. and the way that the artists speak about oh the progression here, and then you hear this and this. To me, as somebody who just listens to music, I'm not a musician. I'm like, I just hear the fucking song. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I you can know? see it that way. Yeah. And so I'm like, I can kind of understand how food means. Or like, no, but no, I can kind of it, understand yeah. how food means nothing. Yeah, for... Because for somebody like him, it's like, I'm I'm just, I don't know. I also think that maybe um, your taste buds are broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Well, no, no. It's just like a difference of like what you're into. Yeah. If you're not into it, really, it's just like, it's like a whatever. Well, you know how there's uh, 10% of the, po- I think it's 10% of the population what? tastes cilantro as soap. So he's one of those. Oh, where it's God. it's uh, there's something in your brain yeah. that when you have cilantro on your tongue, it perceives as tasting like soap. So he can't eat anything, even with the smallest amount of cilantro in it. Really? Whereas for me, I would put cilantro on everything. It's like Frank's Red Hot to me. Yeah, like I put that like, shit on everything. You put the shit on everything. But <laughs> I don't cook with cilantro at home because it will actually make him sick. Like he can't, he oh, can't he eat it. Like it. And so those kind of things make me wonder, like... It's very interesting to me to think about how every person in a room could take a bite of the same thing really? and their perception of it could be completely different. Like, I don't, like, do you taste something the same way I do? Probably not. not and that's why there's different. people who love certain foods, hate certain foods. Like, he'll always say to me, um, so for example, I love, like I said, cilantro. Like, I love um, certain, like, ethnic cuisine. So, like, I yeah. love anything Mexican. I love yeah. Thai. Yeah. I love, like, East Indian food. Yeah. Like, those flavors makes sense to yeah. me. I love that. None of those are things he likes. Really? It's, you know, those those spice combinations he doesn't like. Plus, yeah. I want to use a knife and fork. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, that's always interesting to me. Like, do you, what do you taste when you taste this? Because, like, I will ta- put, like, bite into something and I'm like, this is, like, fucking magical. Really? Okay, what about, okay, I don't like, okay, you probably won't like this, but I don't like mushrooms. They're slimy. I think it was a fungus. I don't like mushrooms. That's, okay, that's fair. A lot of people don't like mushrooms. Yeah. There's not a lot of things I don't like, though. The one and only thing that I will Wait, never no. be flexible on is um, the slimy booger type shellfish. I don't like clams. Like I don't like mussels. I don't like oysters. Or, yeah, yeah. None of those it's things slimy, appeal yeah. to me. It's, it's like, the slimy texture. They don't, like don't look appealing. Yeah, I get it. So those that's something I won't budge on, even though like realistically, I know that they can probably taste like whatever you want them to taste like. Like I don't think that any of them have like super strong flavors from yeah. what I understand, but 
I don't even care. It's the texture. I one time tried a mussel. It came out of my mouth as fast as it went in. I was oh, like, nope. Oh, that's nasty. Nope. Yeah, I get it. What is, what's the texture? Because I've never. What? Super it's like slimy. slimy. It's just slimy. Yeah. I don't like that. Very like, I, I don't have an issue with shellfish in give general. Me, give me an example of something like that's comparable to. Jello? Do you ever like eat jello and just like it's slimy, right? It's but it's like jello it's coated not, in mucus. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit more <laughs> lubricant. It's not hard texture. It's just slimy. Like you'll bite it, it just goes right it's through. So disgusting. Like, give me, give me the equivalent. To I it, just though. did. Not, not, not in noodles. Taste. How about noodles? Super overcooked noodles, maybe. Maybe yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's it's noodles, yeah, yeah. It's just very. Like I said, it it's people have compared oysters to like a booger like a giant booger oh, like why would you say that now is it like is it comparable to, is it comparable to like an apple pie filling no, no. is no, it no, comparable no. to like the mushiness of an avocado no not quite. No, 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 no. it's a category all on its own yeah, yeah it's, it's like wet and slimy wet and slimy and it's just there's like a there's a solid thing is it like solid. is it is it like the equivalent to like a canned peach the sliminess of it but not quite as dense yeah 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 yeah. so i'm getting there you're getting, you're getting there. there is we it the equivalent to like you should just try one because is it yeah. equivalent to like a lychee from a can. Huh. Okay, but still not from a can. Like, the fact that you're eating a lychee, you'll perceive it as something fruity and sweet and you know what I mean? But that's the thing. But it's, it's, it's the whole. But yeah, I guess with these things, it's also, it's not just texture because yes, I could eat a lychee and not be I grossed swear. out by that sliminess. A canned peach not be grossed out because it's got the fruity flavor yeah. to back it up. Yeah, yeah. Where but I'm this just curious is like about the texture of under the, the sliminess. Sea flavor to back it up. The texture is just like... Think of so like think of like a, like a wet noodle, like a slimy mushroom. A wet noodle, a slimy a wet, mushroom, yeah. slimy yeah. mushroom. I don't know. Like for me, like okay, do you guys like mint ice cream and stuff? I uh, do. He doesn't. No, I don't. I don't like anything mint besides my toothpaste. Okay, because like it's just like if I eat anything mint, like mint tea, mint ice cream, mint whatever, I feel like I'm just eating a solidified. So toothpaste. you don't like mojitos? Probably not. No. Uh, mint. I'm gonna keep it to toothpaste because I, I associate that with. I yeah, love a mojito. Tea. I don't. I, yeah. I don't. I like mint in my toothpaste and mint in my gum. Yeah, uh, exactly. To me. Like, mint is candy mint yeah mint is like something like i clean my mouth with but like <laughs> I, mint, I feel mint, fresh um, like after eights give me like this again this nostalgia of going to my grandparents house okay, when i was yeah. a kid yeah. and like dinner's over and you eat this weird teeny tiny mint <laughs> chocolate mint thing. i don't like chocolate don't like mint it. combination yeah, yeah that's just like a nasty like i just can't i don't like it. what do i know man <laughs> <laughs> what do we know i got a podcast i don't know nothing and speaking of we should wrap this up yeah. here because the three of us could just talk all day oh, about man, Boogers and ice cream and sweaty asses. Yeah. So oh, on that note. And was, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Like, first of all, Amanda, I never figured I never like knew what you look like. Uh, it was just like I a, love that. I love figure. that I love that. I know what Mark looked like. Yeah, because he was our instructor <laughs> for the cupping. And then like I'm just like, I don't know what Amanda looks like, but I hear her voice and all these podcasts. I'm just like, all right, she's just a woman with like dark hair, short. <laughs> I just that's all I thought of you. And I'm, oh, you, I didn't, you pictured me short. I'm I, quite I pictured tall. you short, picture you a little bit darker. I I just I, I just nope. not expected it. It's just I'm Tall. Tall. I am tall with dark hair. Fairly light. Let's be honest. I'm one (laughs) step above see-through. I am as white as a Canadian girl can be. I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you you for hanging out. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace. Bye, guys.